Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, check checking on a flight. Yeah, checking on a flight. Well, it's a it's a it's a shuttle. Yeah, a destination destination's Mars. Passenger? Amon Ra. St. Brown. Live from the fantasyfootballshow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the Fantasy Football Show. What is up, everybody? What is up? We're, we're here doing it live. Not only are we talking about Amon Raw St. Brown's shuttle, and, uh, you know, the expectation is that he's landing in Mars as we speak, uh, landing on Mars as we speak. But we're here to discuss, um, you know, we talked about him being a moon man last year, or he was a moon man last year. We talked about him being an absolute, you know, gem last year. He was an absolute gem. Then he got hurt. Then he suffered a concussion. And uh, I've been telling you that we're going to add one more potential Mars man. We've got moon man galore. We added uh, Javante. The moon men dropping loads in outer space. We added Javante the other night. Now it's time to add one more Mars man. We're making it a shuttle of nine. And you're looking at the boy. You're looking at the guy that nobody liked better than we did last year. And you're looking at a guy right here in me that told you right over a month ago this guy's probably the second best receiver in the National Football League. I have a video on it. Go watch it in terms of touchdown collecting 2023. That means running, receiving. He very likely could be the number one or the number two overall touchdown getter in all of 2023. That means that if Jamar Chase catches 15, 16 touchdown passes, which I think is totally possible, this guy could pull in four, uh, 14, two or three on the ground. 12 or 13 through the air. This right here is a 13-14 touchdown getter in 2023. And I welcome the newest and brightest and sharpest and most exciting Marsman edition we've had in quite some time. St. Brown, welcome to the Marsman crew. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Marsman. And the shuttle is full. Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. The shuttle is full. The shuttle is full. And uh, I don't know that I could have selected a final Mars man that was more fitting to the, I don't know, nature of the Mars man position. Amon Ross St. Brown is a top 10 overall player. Amon Ross St. Brown. What is the title? What did I make the title of this video? Amon Ra St. Brown, top 10 overall. Let's change that. Amon Ra is, is a top, we'll call him four, top five wide receiver in 2023 plus fantasy draft. And that's right. You heard me right. We're, we're drafting. Uh, we're doing a fantasy draft here in just a second. I wanted to change that thumbnail because I feel like top 10 is, is obvious. Top five wide receiver might ruffle some feathers. And we're not just here to ruffle feathers. I don't want people to think I'm here to to just shock people with shock value content. But, you know, we're not cookie cutter. That's for sure. And what we do here is different than everybody else. We're ahead of the curve. 
Um, we've been pumping out this content for a while. There are a lot of Amon Raw St. Brown believers now. Um, and I'm not saying that, that he's like under the radar necessarily, but we got a lot of pushback last year. We've been getting a little pushback this year for calling him a first round pick. And in the throne draft, we got him as our second drafted player. <laughs> him, and, him and Garrett Wilson are, are neck and neck. Neck and neck. If I'm in two drafts and I'm drafting number eight or nine overall, I'm not I'm not hesitating if I'm going wide receiver, if wide receiver is my plan of attack from the eight pick, let's say. I'm not hesitating on either Garrett Wilson or Amon Ra. And I might go as far as to say if I had the eight pick in two side-by-side -side drafts, I'd go Amon Ra in one, I'd go Garrett Wilson in the other. Without much of a hesitation. And not this past year where he got injured, but the year prior, his breakout year, this man, and if, you, if you're sitting there going, Smitty, did you just say he could be one of the top touchdown getters in the National Football League? His his over under, or his higher low on underdog, let me find it, is like five touchdowns or something like that. Let me, let me find it. It's one of the best. Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. They'll match up to $100 in your first deposit. First and foremost, you want to go in there, and uh, I'm going to drop the link right now. Go in there and... Hit that link right now. They'll match up to $100 on your first deposit. I'm going to pin it right now. And if you want to draft with, us, draft with us in a little bit, you have to hit that link. Make sure you're signed up and ready to go. And you can also do the higher lows that I'm going to show you right now on Underdog using, let me show you, using that code on Underdog. Here, here's, uh, let me see if I can find it. Actually, let me screenshot a fresh a copy of it to make sure it hasn't changed i'll go to let me, let me plug in real quick i'll plug in and we'll put the underdog app up and we'll go find it live, live. i'm on raw st brown is going on these high lows and how how easy it is i think to smash some of these this year so you click the the pick them at the bottom then you go over to nfl season uh right there that blue circle you click on NFL season and you scroll down to the wide receivers. It goes quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends um, in order. And so when we get to the wide receivers, we'll start looking for Amon Ross St. Brown. Let me just make sure I didn't pass him. Okay, uh, here we go. Let's look for Amon Ross St. Brown. I hope it's still five, five and a half touchdowns or whatever it is. It's the craziest high or low I've seen in quite some time. It's absolute glory. And I'm going to show you why he's going to annihilate his high or low touchdown total. Where's it at? Where's it at? It looks like wide receivers and tight ends are together. Did they take him down? Please tell me he's not taken down. There he is. There he is. 5.5 touchdowns. <laughs> he, could, he could do that in a quarter of the season. 5.5 receiving touchdowns. Uh, they added the 3.5... 100 plus receiving games that's a really new thing that they've added look at that line they they just added these 3.0 100 plus receiving yard games that's really cool that's just that's a new that's a new higher low line that we get to now evaluate they just added those but i'm on raw st brown 5.5 touchdowns he's going to crush six touchdowns he'll get you six touchdowns in a quarter of a season in a quarter of the season, he could run for two or three. I'm not. This is receiving touchdowns, but I'm just saying, 5.5. He could run for two or three touchdowns. You think he's not going to catch 5.5 touchdown? Oh my God, that, that higher is a smash. 
We're going to get into the drafts in a second. We're going to go to the lobby, and we're going to get into the, the uh, let's see here, where is it? The, the I think the, I think they're done with the um, Hound Dogs, right? So we're going to go into a weeklies. We'll go into a, a, a weekly winners, which is a $15 contest. There's prizes every single week. It's my favorite contest anyway. We'll get to that in a second. Let's talk about why the 5.5 line is an absolute joke for Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, and let me let me go ahead and screenshot that real quickly and put it on screen because this is important. This is really important. This is probably one of the better uh, conversations to have right now with you guys because these higher lows are, I think, a way to really make some some uh, uh, some bread. Okay, here, here's here it is. Five point five. Why is this such a smash? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. This guy walked out of his rookie. Or his breakout season here. Look at look at look at the uh, look at the column of targets right here. He's not starting here. He's not starting here. Week thirteen is when he gets starter volume. He gets twelve targets, twelve targets, eleven targets, eleven targets, eleven targets, ten targets. He has two one hundred yard games, two ninety yard games, an eighty six yard game. His worst game is eight receptions for 73 yards and no touchdowns. But that no touchdowns he made up for by having two touchdowns in week 17. Essentially having one, two, three, four, five, six touchdowns in six straight games. With target totals that are all above 10, double digit, and reception totals that are 10, 8, 8, 8, 9, 8. Unbelievable uh, uh, finish to his breakout season. And you say to yourself, okay. Well, what did he do? What did he do walking into the next season, which was 2022 this past season? Before he got hurt, he started off hotter than he was finishing that season. And he was the number one wide receiver in the National Football League. Look at these numbers right here. If I can get my my system to work right. It's gl- glitching on me today. Uh, right here. Week, week one against the Philadelphia Eagles, I might add. 12 targets again. He just, this guy just uh, spins off of 10, 12, 12, 11, 10 targets in his previous season. Walks straight into 2022 hotter than he finished. 12, 12, 8, 9, 64, 116, one touchdown, two touchdowns, a 68 yard, or 68 yards off two carries. This guy was the best player, the best receiver in fantasy football. The best receiver, really, production-wise, in the NFL in his final six games and first two games, a total of eight straight games, there was no receiver doing what this man was doing. He scored six touchdowns, and then he scored scored a seventh, and eighth, and a ninth touchdown. In eight games, he scored nine touchdowns. Eight games, he scored nine touchdowns. And then he got injured. And then he got injured. He had six uh, catches for 73 yards. He got injured. He missed week four. He had a bye week in week six. He was still hobbled in week five. Still hobbled in week seven with one target. Kind of got back on his horse a little bit at certain points during the season. Catching 119 yards. Getting a a cluster of touchdowns right here in one and two. Three touchdowns in a two-game span with 122 yards and 114 then he had a concussion. He was hobbled. This was a this was a bad season for Amon Ra, but it wasn't something, in my opinion, that's painting a picture about his health and how there's some gonna gonna be some sort of like injury concern going forward. These are two kind of freakish injuries 
I don't I don't see any reason to be worried about him being an injury prone player moving forward. Amon Ross St. Brown comes from a bloodline of Mr. Universe uh, uh, performers. Okay, his dad his dad was Mr. Universe, I believe, twice. And this guy knows a little something about working out. His dad knows a little something about staying healthy. And Amon Ross is hungry. And he knows the name of every single wide receiver that was drafted ahead of him. And when he lines up across the field of one of those wide receivers that he's playing against, he glares at him. He knows every single name of every player drafted ahead of him. He's got a chip on his shoulder like no other. And this man played eight straight games in a row before his injuries last year as the number one wide receiver in the National Football League. Only Jamar Chase was better than him in his final six games. Whoops, that's the wrong one. In his final six games during his breakout season, during this game, this 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 six game span where he had a touchdown, no touchdown, 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 two touchdowns, and another touchdown, six touchdowns in six games, double digit targets across the board. Only JJ was better during this this week's thirteen through week eighteen. Only JJ was better. There was not another wide receiver that was better than him. But once you mix in the next two games in the next season. There's nobody that's better than Amon Ross St. Brown. Look at the clustering he does with touchdowns. One and two in a two games. This is three touchdowns in two games. This is three touchdowns in two games. And then his breakout season. This is six touchdowns in six games with another double-digit touchdown affair. You don't trip and fall into clusters of touchdowns like that. You just don't do it. You don't trip and fall into touchdown clusters to that degree. This is a top five wide receiver 2023. This is a top 10 overall player. This is a wide receiver one. Not a medium or a decent wide receiver one. This is a potential high-end wide receiver one that you're getting at the the, the almost the end of round one, sometimes round two. We got him in the throne in round two. So buckle up, St. Brown, you are a Mars man. And you ain't going anywhere, pal, but to Mars. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars man. Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. All right. So now it's time to live draft, ladies and gentlemen. Buckle up. Get your seatbelt uh, on. Buckle it. Get it ready. Uh, where where is this? Okay, here it is. Let me put this up here. We're jumping into a weeklies. Um, I've linked the underdog fantasy promo code Smitty in the live chat. So please click that link, and uh, they'll match up to one hundred dollars on your first deposit by using code Smitty, which is inserted for you using that link. Um, so let's get into a, a weekly. So we're gonna go to the draft tab at the bottom. We're gonna make sure we're on lobby. We're going to make sure we're on home. We're going to make sure we have these player, these uh, game cards in front of us. And you're going to scroll on over to, oh, it's the first card, Weekly Winners. I'm not clicking the green enter button yet, but I'm going to click on the card. And I'm going to show you what we're looking at. $3.5 million in prizes. Uh, we're talking about weekly prizes and payouts. There is no season end prize. There's no, there's no prize at the end of the rainbow. There's no playoffs. There's no... Uh, you know, playoff rounds. There's no week 17s more important than week one. It is literally set. Think of it like 17 individual leagues. Every league is in each week. 
So you could literally draft a team that is suspended for the entire season, but week 17. Let's say you had you drafted an entire team, 18 players, all of which were suspended weeks one through seven, one through 16, and they're all going to come back in week 17 only. You can win 20k in week 17 if you're the number one scorer. Let's say your players are all injured and they all come back in week number eight. You don't care about week one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant because all you're playing for is week eight. And then you hope you win week nine, week 10, week 11. They're all independent. This is weekly winners. You're paid out 20K for first place every single week. 10K for second place every single week and so on and so on and so on. All the way down to the prizes you see on screen. 11th through 20th place, highest scoring team each week gets $1,000. Doesn't matter if your team sucked all year long in week 15. If you're the highest scoring team, 20K. It's all independent. Click the green button now. And I'm going to wait because of the YouTube delay. About five seconds and I'm jumping in. And I'll get in there with you. We've got five more uh, to start. And then we're jumping straight to the phone lines. And we're going to do a weekly winners. And we're doing it live. Appreciate every single one of you in here. 180 to 200 people popping in and out. Please punch that thumb up button on your way in the door. Phone lines will be open shortly. In fact, I'll put the number on screen right now. If you want to call in, the phone lines are yours. And I'm here to serve. Let's see here. Um, say it again, Smitty. Lobby, then what? I'm under promo code Smitty. Henry, you got to hit that. Uh, you got to hit the uh, uh, home lobby and then you'll see the player cards there. Or it's right on the main page. Like, you don't even have to click anything, right? When you open up the app. Like, close the app, close it, and then reopen it. It'll be right there on the main page. There's the weekly winner card. And if you don't get in, and it doesn't look like you're going to get in this particular draft, get in one right behind us, and then you can use the logic and apply it to your draft. You know what I'm saying, Broski? You don't have to actually get into mine. Um, it's nice if you do, but if you miss it, then you're going to be ready for next time. All right, hit that thumb up button on your way in the door. Travis Rose in the building. Appreciate you, Travis. Travis says 40 likes. Those are rookie numbers. Let's pump those numbers up, says Travis. Uh, appreciate you being here, Travis. Modding like usual. I've got Okafer in here. We've got the first individual in here. Drafts beginning right now. Uh, Lone Sentinel. Lone Sentinel to the moon. To the moon. Uh, first super chatter of the night is going to get a standing ovation, by the way. Let's see, do I have that even? Yeah, there it is. Is this the first Super Chatter? Dallas with a $20 hauler immediately. Alert. Super Chat alert. Alert. Super Chat alert. Dallas dropping a wad right from the start, right from the jump. And you get a standing O for being the first Super Chatter of the night. What a beast. What a beast. I haven't even read it yet. This thing could say, Smitty, you suck. And I'm, I don't care. St. <laughs> Brown or Garrett Wilson, non-PPR. Uh, Non-PPR, I'm going St. Brown, believe it or not. If I had to choose in that format. I just think the touchdowns are there. I think they're going to run them a lot. They, they think of them a lot like, a you know, their, their, their version of a Debo Samuel. And I don't say that lightly. I don't even say poor man's Debo Samuel. I'm giving St. Brown the respect he deserves. Will he be used on the ground as much as Debo? No, the ratio might be different. It might be more of like a, a 150 to 200 yards versus like a much bigger number that Debo would get. And Debo's not even back to that role. That was a one-time thing, really. 
But St. Brown could rush for 200 yards and two touchdowns on top of pulling in 11, 12, 13 touchdowns through the air. Uh, I, I love him. I'm going to be a father in a few hours watching your show. Oh, my God. This guy's at the hospital right now with his, his wife screaming and yelling at him. And he's calling in and doing super chats. And... Congrats. Congrats, my guy. Congrats, my bro. This guy's gonna be. This guy's gonna be a father. And I'm on the clock. Hold on one second. Uh, I, I got. I'm gonna be a father right now as well. To Amon Ross St. Brown at number at number. Uh, what, what pick am I at? Number eleven overall. I'm a father too. St. Brown. I, I love being able to pick my guy that I'm talking about in the live stream. St. Brown. There he is. He's on the team. Welcome to the team. Uh, Dallas, appreciate you. Congrats to Dallas. Everybody throw a baby emoji in the chat for, for Dallas. Way to put a, a bun in the oven, Dallas. Appreciate appreciate your super chat. What a what what a what an amazing what an amazing thing to hear right now. As I'm drafting St. Brown, he's having a baby, giving a twenty dollar hauler. I've got Chris on the line. Chris, you're live. So uh Smitty, my questions are pertaining to these lions and Falcons players. Um, it's not really directly um, regarding redraft because, you know, it's redraft season and I got my redraft coming up. Um, um, so my question is, um, when you got to spend up, right, and you got to pay um, for Amon Ra in the, in the second, um, would you still feel comfortable um, snatching up Gibbs in the third, even though you got – you know, so you would be going double lines. Yeah, because um, they play in uh, they play in a, a way that I don't think they're going to impact each other in in that one's got to produce and one can't. Kyle Pitts in in London, I'd have a problem with. Uh, Tyree yeah, Kill yeah, that... Tyree Kill and Waddle, I would not do that. That, that that's a dumb decision. But how about how about how about Bijan Bijan in um, in London? London? I don't mind that at all. I don't mind that at all. Not to mention, you know what it really comes down to, Chris? I don't think anybody's going to explain it like this because people are so, I don't know. This is how, this is what it really means, Chris. This is what it's yeah. about. This is what it's about. Okay, so hear, hear me right here. When you take two players from the same team, the real issue isn't like the potency of the offense is important. That's a big component. But how much of early draft capital are they consuming? So if you say something like, uh, "Let's go, let's go, uh, let's go," Hertz in round, let's go AJ Brown in round one, AJB in round one, and let's go, let's just go. Um, let's say, let's say that Devonte Smith falls to round three. Okay. Now I'm not saying that this offense can't support both these guys having good games, but this is your first rounder, and this is your third rounder so if the if the philadelphia eagles have a bad game those are two of your biggest heavy hitters that are taken out and then who do you have to support the team from that point on your your second rounder your third rounder your fourth rounder but if you look at it from the other perspective and you say okay uh Bijan is your first rounder and london's your fifth rounder well if the falcons have a bad game and you don't get any points here that you're expecting you still have a second a third a fourth a sixth to help carry your team you know what I'm saying? So it really comes down yeah. to the mixture of what the draft capital is. How many more guns do you have to carry 
they'll wait if it doesn't work out that week. And, and it's a combination of it all. And a potent offense. You need a potent offense. Like St. Brown and uh, Laporta is less attractive than St. Brown and Gibbs because, you know, St. Brown and Laporta might potentially, you know, eat into each other's workload and it might be hard to see both of them do extremely, extremely well at the same time. But I still think it's a potent offense where I wouldn't run from that because Laporta costs you almost nothing. You know what I'm saying? Here's my, here's my next question, Smitty. Um, at what um, draft position would you feel comfortable snatching up Pitt? God, man, he was on the moon man list. I took him down to the satellite man list, and now I don't even know that he's a satellite man. <laughs> I, 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 I like Pitts a lot, but he's he's been banged yeah. up. He's still recovering. Um, I, I know a lot of people say, oh, Arthur Smith doesn't like fantasy. He just doesn't necessarily love throwing to Pitts, and that's the only thing I'm worried about. I still am worried about that. I would say, like, I'd rather have Waller. At this point, I'd rather Waller. have Waller, and Waller's falling a lot further than Kyle Pitts, so... I'm not going to even condone the drafting of Pitts because I feel like you got to take him in like five or six, and I don't like that. Yeah, I hear you. It's just things that I've been thinking about, uh, Smitty, because I've been in there drafting today on Underdog. And that a boy. I've just been thinking, man, because I, I got my redraft coming up. I'm Keep getting thinking. my draft slot tomorrow. And, uh, you know, I've just been doing uh, drafts on Underdog from the, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully in the middle. middle. Yeah, hey, hold, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Uh, four four one zero. You're live on the show. Who's this? What's up, four one zero? What's your name and where are you calling from? Quinn, uh, originally Baltimore, but I'm in Pittsburgh right now. Quinn in Pittsburgh, out boy. What's up, Quinn? Uh, just had some questions about keepers that I should try to make. Uh, fourteen man PPR. Hey, Quinn. League. Quinn, can you hold on one second? Can you hold on one second? I'm on the clock. I just don't want to time out. Uh, yeah, you good. I've got uh, Barkley, Amon Ra. I'm running out of time here. I'm going to reach a little bit and go ETN. He's usually better in the fourth round, but I was running out of time and I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to time out here. Hold on. Let me just see what I'm going to be able to pull off here. So my team so far is Barkley, ETN, Amon Ra. That's a really good squad. I'm liking it a lot. Question is, do I go with this next pick? Do I force do I force a QB? Do I go RB again? Do I go wide receiver? Do I go tight end? No. I don't really like I mean Hawkinson's not bad, but I'm gonna wait because there's a lot of tight ends I like. I think I might forego the QB and go Christian Watson. So my team as is as follows. I've got Saquon, Travis Etienne, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Christian Watson. I like that squad. It's a weeklies. I don't mind it at all. Okay, I'm sorry. Go go ahead. Uh, Quinn from Pittsburgh. Quinn, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I got a 14-team uh, keepers league. Get two keepers. Um, I got the 10th pick. I got third round. I could take Etienne or Brees Hall. Fourth round, I could take Waddle or Jacobs, or I could keep. Let's let's go each. Let's go eat. These are all keepers. Yeah, so I get two of any of these. Okay, so say say them one more time. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So Etienne or Brees Hall in the third. Etienne. Waddle or Jacobs in the fourth. 
Damian Pierce in the eighth, and Garrett Wilson in the ninth. Garrett Wilson in the ninth, man. You can keep any two. Okay, so yep. um, this is six, seven, eight, nine. So G. Willie is definitely one. That's your one. Yeah. That's not even a hesitation. And you said Jacobson. Then who was the fourth? Jacobson. Who? So uh, fourth is Jacobson Waddle. Waddle. Uh, look, Waddle. As much as I don't love Waddle in round two, Waddle and four G. Willie and. And nine is probably your your two best values, to be honest. Um, I love Etienne and Brees, but that's where they're going. Waddle's going in round two, so this makes Waddle a very for, a very affordable. Uh, it can get you a lot in trade too, bro. Like you could you could trade him if you wanted to. I don't know if you can trade now, but you could even potentially trade now. But these are your two best values by far, and I'm not even like a super big Waddle fan because I don't like that people take him in round two and you're getting him in four. You should be able to trade that too. That's very, very, very easy to trade. Yeah, I was between uh, between Waddle and Pierce, honestly. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't really sure what to lean that. Yeah. Uh, Sandu, Sandu says um, top ten. Smitty, Smitty, Saint Brown top ten. Love on Monroe in the second, but Jamo is a talented player. Worried about. No top 10, says Sandu. Sandu, hold my prime. Hold my prime. I'll take this one, Sandu. You just walk away. And don't ever, Sandu, come into this house and say you like St. Brown, but. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't like St. Brown. You, if, if, if you're telling me St. Brown's not a first rounder to you, don't say you like him. That's disrespectful to the people that do like him. Uh, area code 314, who's this and where are you calling from? From uh, Missouri. What's up, Stefan? My man. What's up, my guy? And, and Chris, you can hang tight real quick if you want. And, and any other callers on the line, just hang tight. Uh, uh, Stefan from Missouri, go ahead, pal. What can I do for you? Yeah. Uh, dang, this is a, I'm a first-time caller, but I love your show. The show um, loves you. Oh, appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to ask uh, about the 2-3 turn. Like, I got the second spot in a 10-man redraft. Okay. Uh, and it's like .25 uh, per carry for running backs. Okay. Half-point PPR. So okay. There's a little nuance involved. And I was trying to get your take on Brees uh, versus Gibbs on the 2-3 turn. You know what's... You know what's funny about this topic is I was faced with this dilemma in the Scott Fishbowl that I live streamed from from Las Vegas at Circus Sports, which was amazing at Stadium Swim. We're going back there, I hope, next year. But that league, that Scott Fishbowl, was .25 per carry as well. And I drafted Gibbs in the third in the late third round, and it was a super flex. And I had people go, what? Like, like he, he's... Smitty, it's 0.25. It, but this is full PPR. Yours is half PPR, but still, it was so funny to to see the expression on everybody's face when they're like, Smitty, it's 0.25 for, per, per per carry. That doesn't that doesn't cater to Gibbs. He's gonna catch more passes. And I'm like, well, how many points is he gonna get per pass? Well, one. <laughs> it's like, okay. 
So where where's the problem? When he's not running the ball, he's getting an extra .75. <laughs> and people are acting like he's not good in PPR .25 rushing. Not to mention, he's going to run for a lot more yards than people think. Uh, Gibbs, if if it's a 1QB, Gibbs is a smash in round 3, even at the 2-3 turn. I'm I'm at the at the point now where I'm Smitty approve Smitty approving that two three turn, but take him in in the third if possible. Don't don't be the one that pushes his ADP. Yeah, I'm not I'm not planning on reaching for him. Uh, so I have a couple more questions, and they okay. should be brief because you kind of already have the breakdown. Yeah, it is like we're on we're on ESPN, but. Everybody I play with are like they're sharks. Like they they played on sleeper. We ended up when we ended up playing on ESPN because uh, our director of operations. Um, so it's basically the approach I'm trying to take is Amon Ra in the second round, and then Gibbs in the third if I can get him. So I've kind of wanted to know like your take on Brees and Gibbs based on the, you know, quarter point PPR, or I'm sorry, quarter point, you know, points per rush or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Because that's going to kind of change things a little bit. But the other approach, like the ideal would be Amon Ra and then third Gibbs. But I don't know if Amon Ra is going to last that long. He probably so, won't, bro. Yeah, I mean, if, if they're sharks, you just said you described them as sharks, and everybody thinks their league is full of sharks, but sometimes they're just piranhas, you know, or, or little uh, little baby bass. You know, I know everybody wants to be in a shark league. I know everybody thinks their group is great, but that's like, you know, asking an impaired person, can you drive? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm good. Uh, everybody thinks everybody's league is good. But if Amon Ra falls past number 13 or 14 overall, then they're not sharks, and I hope they're not. I hope they're not. Odds are you're gonna have you. to. Your odds are you're gonna have to go Alave. But guess what? Alave could be a top five wide receiver as well. So, if which was my next question? Would you take Olave over Gibbs? Mm, you know, in the second, yes, because I want Gibbs to fall to your third round pick. In in a vacuum, I honestly feel like Gibbs is a top ten overall player. But so in a vacuum. I would like I'm getting on a plane. I always give the example. I'm getting on a plane. The door's closing. They're about to seal it off, right? And it's going to take off about a minute before week one kicks off. And I'm not going to land until week 18. And the door's closing. You say, Smitty, who outscores who? I'm yelling Gibbs through the door before it closes. That doesn't mean you draft him before Alave. Um, so draft Alave, then take Gibbs, and then that's a great set two three turn. But but this is a two three turn. So, so like, it doesn't really matter if you're, but if you're like, let's say you're at pick 18 and then, you know, you want to try to get Gibbs in the third round. Gibbs falls in the third round much more than Alave falls, but both of them fall in the third round. And ESPN, Alave falls to like round three or four and Yahoo or wherever. I, I can't keep track of the bad ADP data out there. The best advice I can give you, Chris, is that, or is it Stefan? Stefan. The best advice yeah, I can yeah, give you, Stefan. Is is to look at your ADP suggested rank and help that let that make you make your decision on where to manipulate where you take what player because that's really what drafting is. To be a master drafter, 
You're manipulating the ADP data because the further you get down in a draft, the more people rely upon it because people aren't prepared or they feel nervous or they don't know who to take and the, the clock is running out and they, they resort to the ADP. And they say to themselves, I can't take someone that's 15 players down. I'm going to get laughed. There's a reason he's not ranked you know, not next. So you only you are going to know based on that that pre-ranked list where you need to go. Because uh, I could tell you all day go Olave, but what if Olave's eight spots down and Gibbs is two? You know, so you got to go with the suggested rank. Not to mention, so many things could change between now and tomorrow. You know what I mean? So that that advice will hold true for you if you just take what I'm saying here, but take it in and go. Okay, wait a minute. Gibbs is going higher. I'm taking Gibbs. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's one last scenario. Okay. Because I'm, I pick at the second, like I'm the second overall pick. Um, so what I've been noticing lately, and I feel like it will come to fruition, um, is I take Chase number two overall, and then AJ Brown seems to continuously be available at the two three turn for my second pick. But how how is this a shark league? You you're mocking on data that's bad because if it's a shark league, AJ Brown's going in the top twelve. You know? So I, I, I think you that that scenario doesn't seem logical. There's I've seen AJ Brown fall to the two three turn, guess how many times? Zero. I've never ever this okay. entire Yeah, and I don't mean that in with you know, in regards to your take or anything, I'm just trying. No, to... no, that's good news. Z- that's Z- good news because I've kind of been freaking out about this Q3 turn, and I'm, it's been causing me some issues in mock drafts. So yeah, zero times have uh, I seen it. Zero. Okay, because literally the next choice was if I can't get um, Amon Ra in the second round, and then get Gibbs in the third, I was going to do AJ Brown. And then uh, Jalen Hurts staff. Hey, in the hey, third. Real, real quickly, I'm on the clock, bro. Hold on one second. So remember, I told you I wouldn't draft Kyle Pitts. <laughs> We're yeah. sitting here around eight, though, and he's been sitting at the top. Part of part of it's because I probably said I wouldn't draft Kyle Pitts, and I'm sitting here, and he's still there, and I don't have a tight end yet. I feel like this is a pretty good place to draft him. Um. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take him here against what I just said, but this is like ninety almost ninety overall as ADPs in the sixties. The like the, the 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 pricing the, the entry point when the entry cost of entry changes, then the valuation changes. Like that was ridiculous value. That was that was almost two rounds later. So I'm gonna go Kyle Pitts there. And my team is as follows, which I, I feel like is a really solid weekly squad. I've got Saquon Barkley. Travis Etienne, Damian Pierce, Isaiah Pacheco, Amon Ross St. Brown, Christian Watson, JSN, and Kyle Pitts. And this is a weekly's team, meaning there's no season prize. There's no weeks one through 17. There's no playoffs. There's no, you know, week 14, week 15 matter more than it. it's one week at a time, individual compartmentalized weeks. No week relates to the other. And in week one, if you win, if you get first place in week one total points, you win 20K. If you get first place in week five, you get 20K. If your team's your team's suspended for every single week but week 17, and they all come in and you score the most points in week 17, 20K. So for for that for that format, the fact that I have JSN, I've got a injury prone uh, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, 
I've got to worry about his workload, Travis Etienne. All those guys, all they got to do is pop off in one week for me together, and I can win that 20K. And I feel, I feel like that's, I feel like that pits value. Like, I don't know why he fell so far. Let me answer this question real quick. Uh, uh, Garrett, I'm so, or Derek, I'm so sorry. I left your super chat hanging here. Let's give Derek a, Derek a $20 hauler for dropping this $10 that's been sitting here. Derek, you still here? Alert. Super chat alert. Poor guy. He's, I, Derek, I don't want to discourage you from super chatting in the, in the future. I'm sorry about this. Uh, Derek says, opinions on my 12-team Superflex draft. Uh, Superflex draft. Hearts T-Law. Hearts T-Law love. Those, those, are, those are three amazing quarterbacks, my guy. Unbelievable. Make sure I'm not on the clock. Okay. And then uh, Gibbs Pacheco. Love it. Herbert, Khalil Herbert, Charbonnet. Unbelievable, bro. Garrett Wilson, Watson, DJ Moore, Tony. I love the Tony value. Chigaconquo, Laporta. This is a 12-teamer, Derek. This is a 12-teamer, Derek. Derek, call in. I want to know what league you're in and if there are any openings. <laughs> what is going on here? Gibbs Pacheco. Um, I can't believe you pulled that off on a super flex. That is unbelievable. And that's that's the advantage of taking a quarterback in round one because then you start drafting against traffic. And uh, I'm sorry, yeah, it hurts. How'd you get Hurts in T Law though? How'd you 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 had to have traded for that, Derek? You got to call in and tell me what you did because there's no way T Law like there's no way Hurts fell to a point where T Law was in some back to back. You had to have traded up. That's a phenomenal squad. Oh, that's unbelievable. Uh, Marsman, rock out on the phone. Um, I've got Stefan and Crystal on here. Rock out. You're here, Marsman. Go ahead. You got the floor because you got a Marsman card. There's only a, 11 of these out there. And and uh, and rock out's got one. And rock out says, I want the floor. But Chris and Stefan, don't go anywhere and just interrupt after rock out's uh, done making a point or two. Just interrupt if you got a question. Go ahead, rock out your life. Yeah, you can wait. I just sent you a DM. Okay. Um, Let's see here. I need a wide receiver. Oh, I'm so tempted to just forego wide receiver here because here's my thinking. I'm looking at this list and I'm like, eh, there are wide receivers down 15 wide receivers that I like just a tiny bit better. I'm going to go Kincaid, even though this is a one tight end. Um, this is weeklies and I've got the Kyle Pitts Kincaid combo. So whichever one outscores the other, that one starts for me that week. And I, I, I this feels like a deep team. I'm on the clock again. I haven't gone QB yet. I don't want to push my luck. I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers. He's down a little bit. But now the team looks as follows. Aaron Rodgers, Saquon Barkley, Travis Etienne, Damian Pierce, Isaiah Pacheco, Amon Ross St. Brown, Christian Watson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, uh, Kyle Pitts and Dalton Kincaid. That's pretty good for a weeklies rock out. I like that. <laughs> that's right. not my team. Uh, what? Go ahead. That's not my team. Yeah, it's my team. I think you were talking to someone else about that. No, that was my team. I was reading my team off. Oh. Uh, yeah. What, 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 what's going on, Rock Out? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I sent you a DM. Oh, okay. Um, I'll have to check it because I'm using my phone right here. I'll check it at the end. Remind me at the end. And I'll no, play you're good. It. You're good. Um, you got anything else? 
I could go back to Chris. Uh, rock out and interrupt whenever you're ready. Actually, let me put this caller on hold. Uh, two oh nine area code. You're live. Who is this and where are you calling from? Two oh nine. That's where's the two oh nine? Is that California? Yep. Cuz the cuz. What's up, the cuz? What do you got for the me? Cub, the cuz. The uh, cu- no, the cup or the cuz? Pa- is it Pam or Pan? Cub, like a like a bear. You know, the cub, Pam, like Pam or Pan. C U B C U B the cub. What's up, the cub? What's up? All right, no, but uh, what's like the the earliest you would take Albert Kamara now? Because I've been like seeing him creeping up, and I still feel like he could hit like weeklies. Like he might be not be out, but he'd be fresh. And I feel like he's a top one running back. So like, what's the earliest you would get him? You know, I accidentally hung up on everybody when I answered that. So rock out, Chris, and um, who is the other individual? I want to say it was um, Stefan, I think. Can you guys call back? I'm, I apologize. I apologize. I hit the wrong button. Uh, Alvin Kamara, I like him a lot, bro. They're talking about he's working with a new trainer. Um, there's a reason that he was was totally like off his game last year. He had a lot of mental issues with the whole, you know, um, uh, the whole uh, uh, trial and all that stuff. Um, so definitely... Um, Rockout says you're on mute. Uh, yeah, I'll come back. Rockout, can you just wait there? I'll come back. If, if you don't want to call in again, I'll call. I'll come back over. I answered the wrong call. Um, or actually, Rockout, can you tell all the guys to hang up and call right back on uh, again, and I'll add them to this call. I dropped that call on accident. I'm sorry. Um, so Alvin Kamara is working with a new trainer, and quite honestly, I didn't feel like he dropped off from a physical standpoint. He just wasn't in tune. They took him out on third downs in weird ways that didn't make sense. Derek Carr's there now. They're definitely going to want to set him up for success, and Alvin Kamara is going to be a big, important part of that. The only thing I'd say is if if Kendra Miller gets in there and goes nuts, they're probably going to like they're probably going to be like, okay, let's just keep him in, you know, or let's keep him in there at 50 percent because he's doing great, and they they kind of see him as a potential in you know, a future of the team. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you, you you think like it'll be like a like a committee at that point, but one thousand. I, I just feel like Alvin Kamara is just talent as a, and what he's been proven. It's just like uh, it's but, like I feel like okay, yeah, you, you might miss out the first three weeks, but I'm just trying to see because okay, uh, previous before I like found out his suspension, I was getting him like in like round nine, but now he's kind of creeping up to like round seven. And okay, but but hear me out, like bro. Hear me out, bro. Yeah, it 1000% determines and is completely reliant on, upon how how good Kendra Miller is doing is Kendra Miller hurt is Jamal Williams punching in three touchdowns in the in the three games like if there's significant success by those other RBs Kamara's walking back into a committee and then he's got to take the job back okay it's going to be that simple yeah. if he if they struggle to run the ball guess what he's going to be a savior so it's totally dependent, okay. totally dependent on all that. So, so what, what, what do you think, like, the, for you, like, a, like a perfect round to, like, kind of, like, get him in? Kamara, uh, any, any time, any time in seven or on, seven on, I love it. I'm, I'm still drafting okay. him like clockwork, bro. Uh, six, six just kind of, like, with there's a little bit too much reason. Yeah, too, too high. Uh, Javante, I've taken six now over Kamara because he's looking good and here everything's looking great. Okay, Javante, you like a little bit. Okay. Yeah, but you. but it's arguable. I mean, 
I don't think it's a crazy argument or anything like that. All right, hang tight, bro. I'm yeah, gonna come, I'm gonna come like... back to you, Cub. One 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 okay. second. Let me go back over to Tyler, or let me go to Tyler, and then I'm gonna go over to Stefan, who called back in. And uh, Chris, oh, call yeah, back I'll, in. I'll okay, yeah, hit mute real quick. Uh, Chris, call back in. I didn't mean to hang up on you, Chris. Uh, go ahead, uh, Tyler. You're you're live, pal. Smitty, how we doing? I'm good, bro. I'm, so far, I've been timed out. I'm I'm trying to to balance everything. It's so far so good. You're always doing a good job. I got two quick questions for you. Yeah. So I know last year you were big on big on Jalen Hurts. This year you're big on Fields, and last year you were big on AJ Brown with with Jalen Hurts. But I don't see you talking much on DJ Moore, uh, unless you have, and I just haven't seen it. I want to know kind of why you're not as excited about this dj Moore playing with justin fields this year and maybe what's keeping you away from him um it's a very very good question i've i've got two two super chats two ten dollar haulers i gotta send to the moon real quick and then i'm gonna answer that question uh thank you so much to both of you for dropping those nine dollar haulers uh comma says uh how you feel about my team in the draft so far comma Kama, let me let me put you over here, and I'm going to evaluate your team in a second. I'm going to go look looking for your squad. Overcome says I'm on Raw or Garrett Wilson. I feel like my dude. Uh, uh, I feel like my dudes in my favorite league would want I'm on Raw more. So if I take him first, I might be able to get Garrett Wilson four picks later. I think you got to go with the the flow on that. Overcome because you most certainly could be right. You most certainly could be right. You could be looking at. Um, you know, a situation where Derek, are you calling in Der- Derek, by the way, Derek calling, I want to talk about your team. Um, you, you, you got to go with the flow because look what we did. We, we tried to pull the same thing that didn't work in the throne draft. Uh, we tried to draft Barkley and then get Garrett Wilson. But we, we, the reason we thought Garrett Wilson would fall is he was so low on the pre-rank and we didn't really talk about it. I could just feel that's what the community was trying to do because they're like, let's uh, maybe get him in the chat. Maybe get him later. Let's maybe wait on a couple of our guys. So we let the the, the, the vote go. Garrett Wilson wasn't even close to the vote getter anyway. So I didn't want to throw him into the three-person vote because it would have just triggered who our next pick would be. And so I didn't want to do that. But I think that, yeah, you got to... You got to definitely um, go with the flow of the of the ADP and what you're looking at. Um, let me put this caller on hold. Six three one. What's your name and where are you calling from, pal? Uh, New Jersey. Um, what was your first name, bro? Ty. Ty. Okay, Ty from New Jersey. Yeah. All right, hang hang tight, Ty. Put put yourself on mute if all you right. could, if that's all right. Uh, from okay. New New Jersey. Appreciate you calling in. So that's that's a great question. Overcome. Um, okay, back back to so go with the flow with whatever you think you can get away with. If trust your gut on that one, and I'm on Ross St. Brown, Garrett Wilson. You can't really go wrong with either. So just yeah, definitely trying to get both. Uh, the question at hand was, what was the player? Just you'll remind me if you just tell me the player. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. The reason I don't you don't hear me talk a lot about DJ Moore is I think he's, I think he's going like a tad a tad. Not a tad too high, but like almost, almost perfect. You know what I mean? What I mean, like to the point where I, I'm usually drafting a player that that shouldn't be going where he he shouldn't be falling where he's falling. You know, like Walker. I'm taking Walker almost every time he falls to me around five because he doesn't belong there. 
I'm taking Christian Watson in round four or five because he doesn't belong there. I'm taking Fields in round four or five or five six because he doesn't belong there. Or Trevor Lawrence in six because he doesn't belong there. Gibbs in round three, four, he doesn't belong there. Um, I'm almost always drafting a player that I can say that phrase about. Uh, about, And I think even if I'm reaching on the ADP, I still can say it. You know what I mean? Like some people think that that, that doesn't go hand in hand or it goes hand in hand or you can't have, you can't sit there and go, I'm going to reach on this player. He doesn't belong here. <laughs> like you can. Gibbs, I'll take it 3.3. He belongs in the top 10. No one knows it though. So, so. In the case of DJ Moore, I feel like he's going like what in round five, roughly. Yeah, I just yeah, feel like that's that's about right, and I, I I would take him if everything fell a certain way, and I'd be like, okay, I'll take him. I don't mind him if I get sniped on wide receivers. I, I could take him. I, I have no problem taking DJ Moore, but I just think he's more good for Fields than he is going to be for fantasy owners in the fifth round. I think he's going to be phenomenal. I think he's going to be 1,100 yards and, and six, seven touchdowns, which is a very good wide receiver. I just find guys I think are going to get in the double-digit touchdown range about where he's getting taken. That's the only reason I don't take him. It has nothing more to do with than that. I've got no wide receivers yet to, to pair. Let me just go ahead and take uh, – I'll take Mingo. Yeah, I but, mean, that makes sense because I, I want Watson, but in a lot of my mocks, he gets sniped like a pick or two right before me. And I'm left with like DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin, and I'm like, eh. Yeah, I'm gonna go. And then uh, one more, one more quick question, if you got the time. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, in my upcoming draft, my my big money draft that I got in, in about a week, uh, and some of my ESPN locks, I got I got the fourth pick, and uh, in the second round, Jonathan Taylor has started to fall to me there a little bit. Uh, he's not getting picked as much on ESPN at least, and I don't know if that's kind of a smart pick in the second round. I'd want to know your take. I'd be I don't know what the exact number is the second pick. Um, but I, I, bro, let me just put it this way, and, and this might sound extreme, but I wouldn't even take him in the third round. Okay. I, okay. I, I, I know, I know that could backfire on me in a sense, but it wouldn't. Like, even if I'm wrong, I'm not wrong because guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take another player that I love just as much, and if I end up being wrong on him, I'm gonna laugh. I'm not going to be like, oh no, I did so, because I'm taking a player I just trust more. I'll take Gibbs over JT a thousand times out of a thousand. A thousand times out of a thousand. I look JT's looking at a a, a a vulturing situation. He's coming if he does come back, which I expect him to come back, he's coming back after being out for a while, which is going to potentially lead to injury because holding out or being out with injury and coming back and being thrown to the wolves usually leads to an injury. He looks injured in two different ways right now, and he's completely unhappy. He hates where he's at. He's not motivated. And he's got, you know, like Barkley at least came back with a smile. Barkley got a little bit of extra cash, even though we think he folded like a chair. He was happy with it. And Barkley's out to prove himself, and he got to work because he's smart. He's like a businessman out there. You know, he's thinking to himself, if I don't go out there and ball out, what's going to be waiting for me at the end of this this season? JT's not even really... Like, him and Jacobs are... are Jacobs could end up being a genius at, at the end of the day because if the Raiders do rescind his franchise tag and he gets to go sign wherever he wants, we're all going to be like, wow. And that's possible. The Raiders are dumb enough to do that. But... 
I, I just think it's such a bit different story when you look at Barkley and then how Jacobs and potentially JT are going to be impacted and J.K. Dobbins. Like, I, I want nothing to do with players that are holding out, you know, through uh, August. And I want nothing to do with players I feel like are in bad situations and JT's in a bad situation. Changing offense, vulturing quarterback for the touchdown production. I want nothing to do with it, bro. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It just I, remind me, how long did Josh Jacobs hold out last year? I mean, wasn't he holding out until August as well? Um, I don't remember if what. You, if you know. I don't remember. Does anybody because on the phone I, line remember? Jacobs was very similar to him last year, and then, you know, he obviously popped off this upcoming year. Yeah, but you know you know, um, the other bad thing to go with Jacobs is he got almost 400 touches, and that right there alone is a recipe for injury. Like, there's so many red flags for Jacobs. There's bad offense. They're not sniffing the red zone. Jimmy G's going to not move the football down the field really at all. And turnover city. Um, Eight-man fronts. Let Jimmy G beat us. Eight-man fronts. Horrible defense, which means horrible field position. And close to 400 touches from the previous season, which equals injury eight times out of ten. So, like, the red flags are to the ceiling, the rafters. It's not even, like, one red flag. It's a pile of them. So Jacobs is the biggest avoid. Yeah, that, I mean, I, I definitely could I be I'm could I be wrong? I could, but guess what? I'm not going to care because I'm taking a safer yeah, player. We'll, we'll <laughs> you know, that's like the the whole point of like, yeah. yeah, of of avoiding a guy. And if you're wrong, you're wrong. You're playing an odds game. Like, could Jacobs defy all logic and go out there, ball out, pile drive through eight man fronts? Jimmy G gets hurt right away, and they 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 bring in Wentz, and Wentz revives his career. You know, could could all those things happen? Sure, sure. Comma, I'm coming to your team in one second. All right, hang tight, real quick. Let me let me get through this. And yeah, JT, if he gets traded, there could be a different scenario. If Jacobs is uh, franchise tag gets rescinded by the Raiders, and he gets to go sign elsewhere, that could change the landscape. But we don't have that information right now, so we're forced to to play within the confines of what we have in front of us. And I just don't, uh, I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel that's bright enough for me to forego a Jameer Gibbs over JT. There's just no way. Comma, let me look for your team, boy. Let's look, let's look at it. Let's see what you're cooking up here. I bet you it's a good looking team. Trevor Lawrence, Jordan Love, Gibbs Walker. Woo. Gibbs Walker, Rashad White. I like it. Chris Olave, Deontay. I'm not huge on Deontay, but I get it. Jav- uh, Jahan Dotson, love it. Travis Kelsey. There, 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 there's where it is. That's, there's where the advantage lies. Kelsey, Alave, Gibbs, T-Law, Love. Very good squad. And this is weekly, so I very, very, very much like the build and what it could potentially do. Um, we've got uh, a caller on the, on the line, 615. Who's this and where are you calling from? What's Derek up? Collins. Derek from Nashville. Are you a, are you a, a Derek Henry fan? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, okay. I usually follow the Titans, but okay. I did get Chig though. So okay, yeah, yeah, you're a smart man. Chig's gonna have a big year. Uh, he's pack. He's he's got a lot of uh, uh, plays packaged in for him. So no matter what, he's gonna get the ball. I don't think you have to worry about Hopkins, uh, you know, consuming too much because Chig's already got his piece of the pie cut out, and Hopkins and the other guys are just gonna take what's left over and divide that in a in a lopsided fashion to Hopkins. So I think Chig's gonna be. Uh, just fine. I'm going to time out here. Uh, shoot. I was going to time. Ah, I timed out. Who'd I get? Who'd I get? Alec Pierce. That's not bad. He's been looking good. Okay. 
Uh, what can I do for you, Derek from Nashville? So, uh, you asked to call in. So yeah. about my team. Oh, Derek, 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 yeah. Derek, bro. There's so many people that that have the same name. I, I didn't even put it together. <laughs> my boy, Derek. Okay, Derek. Uh, appreciate your super chat, by the way. Can I can I give you another uh, moonshot just for? The moon. Go to the moon. Go to the moon, Derek. Appreciate you waiting, and I'm sorry about the delay. So, how did you get T Law and Hertz on the same Superflex team? And is this Dynasty? So, no, no, it's redraft. Okay, this so is I great. Went, I went Hertz first, and then I went Love second. See, half the league, half the league drafts like it's uh, not Superflex, so they usually draft like a PPR regular. Mm-hmm. How did you get T Law? Well, I got T. I got T. Law in the second. Uh, I I picked fourth, so Mahomes is gone. I got hurt, what? and then everybody, the rest of them picked Fields, Burrow, Bro, uh, how's T. Law? Lamar Jackson, and T. T. Law was sitting right there at the end. Be honest, Derek. Is your grandma in this league? <laughs> no, Come no, on, it's man. It's all my boys. It, it's it's a fifteen year long league. So is one of them in a coma? I mean, they Derek, Derek, they, they, I don't, I don't think they knew the assignment. I don't think they knew it was super flex. I think half of, I think your commissioner is leaving that out of the, the, uh, the bylaws. Cause there's, there's just no way I've seen a, and I believe you. I'm just saying there's, there's no way I'll ever experience this where I could get T law in the second round from the four pick fourth, la, fourth, the last pick in the second round. And you got, you got T law. And then you went ahead and got Gibbs. You went ahead and got Garrett Wilson. You got Christian Watson. Um, this team, I mean, this is the kind of team that, man, you could convince them to turn this into a dynasty league. You'd be cleaning up for years. But you're definitely the front runner without me even looking at the rest of the teams. This is the front running team for sure. I got Gibbs in the fourth. So I was shocked. So That's about right in a super flex, though. That's about right in a super flex, though. Usually Gibbs does go yeah. around four because he's in three and a one QB. It's about one round difference, roughly. But that's a that's a great squad, bro. You got you got a bunch of ballers there, straight ballers, awesome. man. Great job. I was worried about my tight ends, but you think Chick's gonna do out? Bro, Chick and Laporta are are two of the sneakiest starting tight ends you could have. Yeah, they're at the back end of the top twelve for people, but that's 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 great because nobody sees them coming. But every year. There seems to be a, a guy outside the top 10 tight ends that climbs into the top five. And Laporta, Chigakonkwo, Cole Komet, um, these are these are a, a couple of the tight ends. And Kincaid, of course, that could be those top five, six guys this year. What One of them. One of them could be. Laporta's looking magnificent right now in camp. Um, there's a vacancy of targets on, on the side of the field because Jamison's out for six weeks that Laporta's going to gobble up. And even though Gibbs is going to catch a lot, that's a phenomenal squad. And you'll start Chig in week one, but maybe Laporta starts making you think twice about that, like week two, three, four, when you start seeing him continue to do well. But I love Laporta, bro. He's going to have a good year. These rookie tight ends are special, and there's there's a reason they're, they're talked up as the best tight end class to, to come out of college in a long time. But the crazy part is pretty much all of them but Mayer landed in an amazing spot. You know, Kincaid and Buffalo, name the last tight end that was one of the top, like, breakout, you know, next Travis Kelsey tight ends that landed in that type of situation. There is none. You know, Pitts landed in Atlanta. Um, and and so Mahomes, Kelsey, Kincaid, 
in Josh Allen. That's the closest thing we could even, you know, dial up. That's an amazing fit. And then Laporta in, in Detroit where I think they're, you know, Goff's going to play way above his ability in that situation. He really is. And, and Laporta's going to be thrown to the fire because they need somebody to catch the football while Jamison's out. Not to mention, Jamison caught one pass last year in six games. So it's not like we we know what we're for sure getting. And it's not like, oh, you know, when people say that offense is going to struggle without Jamison, they didn't have him last year. So there's not, nothing's changed for him. They only added Jameer Gibbs and Laporta. Things are going to they're going to be better than they were last year. Um, Jamison wasn't doing anything last year. So, right. Well, I feel like I went Chiefs, Bears, Lions, heavy. Chiefs, Bears, Lions. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. About it. Chiefs, a potent offense. Lions, potent offense. A potent offense. Uh, Bears going to be a potent offense, whether people want to believe it or not. So. Don't think for a second you made any mistakes. Your team's absolute straight fire. And uh, Smitty approved almost the entire thing. Sweet, sweet. Hey, one last question. So um, so I got one running back spot. That's where it gives a go. Then I've got I've got two wide receiver spots, of, and that'll be um, Wilson and um, I can't remember my second guy. Uh, your team, you have uh, Derek, you have – Wilson, Watson, DJ Moore, and Tony, and Elijah Watson. Moore. Yeah, Christian Watson's, Watson's a baller. Watson my, Watson's my number two, but I've got a running back slash wide receiver spot. Should DJ Moore go in that, or should I run Pacheco? Uh, you're going to have to make that determination once we know how healthy Pacheco is going right. to be. But I certainly love both of those guys. I think they're they're going to fight. Sweet. They're going to fight that out. But I'd say probably – Probably DJ Moore until Pacheco proves he's healthy, but he could prove it before week one. You know, we just got to see it. And awesome. and you can hang tight. Yeah. Real, you can hang tight real quick, and I'll circle back around. So hang sure. tight. Uh, Travis Rowe, Marsman Extraordinaire. Uh, Travis, what do you got, pal? Hey, um, uh, I was actually just going to bring up. You kind of covered it that the past couple of years, like the number two wide receiver, like in terms of yardage, has been like Khalif Raymond and. I think Hawkinson might have had a part of last year or something for the Lions. So right. just having those better pass catchers, and it's going to open things up for Amonra too. Yeah, which, you know, I think people don't kind of don't don't take that into consideration quite as much as they should. Um, and then with that, I was just going to ask you, like, do you think Laporta is the type of guy who can really just come right out of the gate and be productive, or you think he might be a guy it might take you know five six games to kind of get ramped up and I was going to ask you ask the same about Musgrave because he's been looking good as well. Yeah, Musgrave, all of them, all, like I was saying earlier, all the tight ends but Mayer landed in a great spot, and Musgrave's going to be thrown to the fire. Why? Because the receiving room is young and they need pass catchers. Laporta, the they need pass catchers. Kincaid, you know, there's not only not only enough volume to to feed him, even if Gabe Davis stepped up, but Gabe Davis hasn't stepped up the last like year and a half really and so they're eager to maybe get uh Kincaid out there in the slot and maybe have Kincaid potentially become the number two receiving option on the team so all these these rookies are looking amazing they're just looking fantastic but I, I agree with you Luke Musgrave's looking very very nice and he's a big boy he's a big target Jordan Love's going to need a safety blanket 
And as much as I like Jaden Reed and Dobbs, and then of course Watson, uh, Musgrave could be like an end zone, you know, favorite for for Jordan Love, who I think is going to surprise people and turn heads. I like Jordan Love a lot, a lot. I like him a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, and I, I think people have to consider that you know, definitely still kind of temper some expectations with uh, you know rookie tight ends, but these guys, especially like. LaPorter, Musgrave, um, Kincaid. Like it's, I mean, Kincaid, obviously. But you look at them, and, and the teams are treating them more like wide receivers. Yeah. Whereas, like, a, um, is it Darnell Washington? He's going to be blocking a lot in Pittsburgh, and he may play that more traditional role. He can catch passes. He's a great athlete, too. But they're going to ask him to block, where, you know, these other teams, they'll have him doing some blocking, but they're definitely looking at them as, like, first and foremost receiving options. It seems yeah. like so. The game is kind of shifting in that in that sense. Yeah. Um, two two super chats here. Last action hero with the ten dollar hauler. All ten dollar haulers get moonshots. So last action hero, appreciate you. Sit said made a comment about Amon Ra not being on the Moon Men list in a previous video. Uh, now that he's a Mars Man, I'll be taking a lap. No, don't 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 uh, take a lap because I hadn't officially put him on. We talked about he needs to be a Moon Man. And and or Mars man, he needs to be on the one list. He is. He's a Mars man, and I hadn't officially put him on the Mars man list, but we we were waiting to do that as an official like uh, crown crowning. So there's no lap needed. Last action here. I appreciate your ten dollar hauler. Um, don't don't feel bad. And and again, we're not always going to agree. Like I said in the, I think I remember your comment. I just commented on it earlier, and I didn't mean that in a bad way. But we're not always going to agree. I said, A, we're not always going to agree. B, we agree on these players you're talking about. So, you know, Amon Ra and Flowers was on the – I was just talking about this to tra- with Travis um, a little while ago. Flowers was on the, the moon men list, then got taken off. He was put on the satellite men list, and he was taken off. And quite honestly, he's looking unguardable in camp, and he might need to be added back on the uh, the list. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. I think this might be the first time that I've ever been ranked to score the most amount of points by underdog. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> this that worries me because I, you know, normally they're yeah. uh, they're undervaluing my rookies and all that, but look at this this ranking here. They've got me at 202 <laughs> and they don't have a single other team in the 190 in the 190s even. <laughs> this might be do you, uh, do you, This might be the do team. You think that's because do they project rookies better because it's like a weekly thing in this format? Like they think rookies may be better as the year goes on? Or, I don't uh, know. I'm not sure. I'm just trying to figure out. I, all I, the other formats, they just you know kind of trounce the rookies. I do know that when you have better quarterbacks, they tend to project better for you, and that might be something in the algorithm that's telling. That might be very telling for us to go, okay, maybe in the weeklies we need to draft four quarterbacks so that you have, you know, when your team's popping off, you have the ultimate shot at just, you know, hammering at home with the quarterback play. Um, and I, I timed out on Purdy. But I don't mind that pick as my fourth quarterback. I normally wouldn't draft four, I'd draft three. But in the weeklies, I really do believe that is an important position. Um, but this is the team uh, that's being projected for 202 points a week. Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, Derek Carr, Brock Purdy, Saquon, ETN, Damian Pierce, Isaiah Pacheco, Tank, Bigsby. I think Tank and ETN together was a great move. Because if ETM were to go down, Bigsby could still have like he could have like a hundred yards and two touchdowns in a game, you know, like he'd be he'd be a perfect fill-in. Uh, I'm on I'm on St. Brown, 
Christian Watson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Jonathan Mingo, Curtis Samuel, Alec Pierce, Jaden Reed, and Pitts and Kincaid. Um, pretty pretty, lo- pretty lovely team there. And, and it's a weekly, so... Uh, comma, I'm going to look at your team one more time. Comma's got uh, Lawrence, Love, Gibbs, Walker, Rashad White, Charbonnet, Alave, Deontay, Jahan, Tony. Love it, man. Tank Dell, uh, Puka, nice job. Kelsey Musgrave, great squad, great squad. Let me see if uh, we got Okafer in here. He's got Herbert, Anthony Richardson, Brees Hall, Miles Sanders, Kamara, P. Ryan, good good team. Garrett Wilson, Lamb, uh, very Waller, good squad, Okafer. Um over, over there, very, very, very good squad. And who else is in here? Yeah. Mi- Mr. Punch. Mr. Punch has Hurts, Cousins, Mixon, Connor, J.K., A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Keenan. I've seen you draft better, Mr. Punch, but it's a it's a good team. I've seen you I've seen you crush it before. A little generate, uh, G rated. I just want to say generated generator, G rated. Fields, Bryce Young, Bijan, Josh Jacobs, Alexander Madison, Waddle, DJ Moore, Pickens. It's a good team, kind of dependent on on Jacobs right now, but good squad. And then I think that's uh, all the of the the ballers. I don't know if anybody else is in here that's got. Uh, but that that yeah, I was I was pretty happy with the squad that I drafted. It's one of my favorite weekly teams I've drafted so far, and apparently Underdog likes it too. Uh, Andrew with the $5 hollers says, have Justin Jefferson, Amon Ra, A.J. Brown. Should I trade one? My running backs are Najee, Miles Sanders, Cam Akers, and Gibson. At tight end, I have Waller and Laporta. So you're fine at tight end. You have J.J., Amon Ra, A.J. Brown. Should I trade one? I don't think so. I mean, I'd trade like Cam. I'd trade Cam and Miles Sanders for one better running back. Like, give me, give me a Gibbs for both those guys. Um, I don't think you need to move anybody necessarily. But if I was to trade one, I'd trade AJ Brown and try to get into a Gibbs plus something, you know, or a Bijan or whatever. But other than that, I mean, your team's freaking solid as can be, bro. Uh, I like it. I like it, but yeah, look to move Miles, Miles and Cam. I know some people love Miles Sanders. If you do, you know, trust your gut and don't, don't listen to me. I'm just not a huge Miles Sanders truther. Doesn't mean he can't do well. Smitty, would you trade Cup and Madison for JT, uh, Christian Watson and Bateman? Um, that's a tough one, boys. Because Cup is 30. He's injured. He's probably still dealing with two injuries right now. Even though everybody's going to want to say, no, no, what is nostalgia. I don't think he was fully back to form when he got hurt. I think that's why he got hurt. Compensation injury. He looked sluggish out there. Maybe he was fully healed on his surgery on his ankle, but his ankle was so bad he had to have surgery. You know, people need to remember that he's 30 years old. He's had an ACL tear, which isn't necessarily hampering him right now. But his injury, his ankle injury was so bad he had to have tightrope surgery which is what Tony Pollard had done because he broke his fibia. So, I mean, in the difference between the two, in tightrope surgery is not, it's pretty successful. That's why I'm not too worried about Pollard. And I wouldn't be worried about Cup if he wasn't 30 years old coming off of an injury that was so bad that they just waited. They were going to bring him back. They couldn't. And then... He was literally like less than a month ago saying that he was not going full go yet. That's We're talking about being in July. 
Like, that's crazy to me. And then he gets this hamstring issue. I, As much as I'm scared of JT, you got to take JT and Watson for Madison and Cup, in my opinion. But then I try and flip JT. Flip him into Gibbs. You get Gibbs and Watson for Cup, then I love it. That's probably where I would go with that. And this final super chat here from Tyler. My friends found you not happy. Block them, says Tyler. Uh, Tyler, I'm sorry. But uh, don't worry. The, the bigger we get, the better the content. And you're going to have fun with the, ch the chatter back and forth, the banter between league mates. Some of our, our, our best callers are like buddies that call in, like Gustavo and uh, and and his his buddy. God, I always, I always forget one of their names whenever I remember one name. I don't remember the other. Sco uh, uh, what's his name? Not Scuba. Scuba Steve. Where's Scuba Steve been? Uh, Gustavo and somebody help me out. Does anybody remember Gustavo, the Hawaii boys? Gustavo and. Damn it. Uh, Damn, it. Damn it, I'm forgetting the names. All right, let me go back over to Stefan, who hasn't talked in quite a while. Stefan, what's up? I think you're muted, Stefan. Oh, yeah, it was. What's That's up? My bad. No problem. What's up, Stefan? Yeah, I had a couple rankings to ask you about, um, kind of related to the two-three turn. Because mm -hmm. um, I, I like I listened to you a lot on my way to work, and I was kind of curious because I, I I feel like I rarely hear your thoughts on Chubb. Um, so I, I was hoping to kind of you know I don't know if you could kind of give me your take on Chubb on the two-three turn if he were to fall that. I love uh, him at the two far. three turn. I bro, that's a that's like a whole different conversation. If he fell to the two three, that's about as unthinkable as the the who was the other earlier caller? Was it you, Stefan, or was it someone else that said St. Brown to the two yeah, three was, turn? Yeah, remember okay. half point ten yeah. team two or point two five uh, per row. Yeah, so Chubb falling to the two three turn, St. Brown falling to the two three turn. Those would be equally. Um as as uh shocking to me those would be very shocking do like in dual fashion I, I i don't like chubb in round one i love him in mid to late round two he was literally the best running back in fantasy football but uh it, up until the, the return of deshaun watson for the last six weeks and then boom he just kind of dropped off because i mean he was still doing good yardage wise and yards per carry but he scored zero yeah, touchdowns. Zero touchdowns in the yeah, final six weeks. Upset. So that that has me hesitant so, to move him like into round one. You know what I mean? But am I avoiding him? No. Do I? Am I optimistic that they get the ball rolling a little bit there in Cleveland? Sure. But to the tune of let's keep him in round two. You know what I mean? So two three turn I love. Uh, I will say that uh, Deshaun Watson's looked very shaky the last uh, day or so. Um, he missed a lot of throws today. He connected on a couple. He had a couple with he had a couple with Amari Cooper that looked good, but he absolutely overthrew, I believe, the running back that was running some sort of like route across the middle of the field and he just launched the ball like completely over his head. There was another play where he overthrew a receiver or underthrew a receiver. There's another play like not that you don't make bad throws. I'm just saying he looked shaky and even the beat reporters that are Cleveland like geared where, like, he looked pretty shaky today. He made some good throws, but he missed a lot of them, too. So, just a little concern. You know, until I see Watson bounce back to form, as as I said a while ago, 
the best thing the Browns could have done was would would have been to bring in DeAndre Hopkins. Had they brought in DeAndre Hopkins, that would have put Watson back on the map. I think right now he's going to struggle to to get where he needs to get. I think he might still be good, but I don't know that he'll ever return to form. He could have maybe returned to form with Hopkins. I think because he'd have been so comfortable with that that connection, but. I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I'm high on Chubb, but I just don't know that I can go any higher than like 15. But I like him there. I like him at 15. Can I? Can I give you four players to rank? Uh, just to, like I'm going to buy your rankings. Um, I don't want you to think I'm trying to pilfer or whatever. But I'm curious to what your take would be given my settings. Um, if I were to like, if we were talking Chubb, Pollard, AJ Brown. I'm on raw. Yeah, the ranking you can get all this. Not not to say I'm not going to tell you this. I'm just saying, yeah, anybody who wants year round rankings, the trade calculator, bold predictions, thefantasyfootballshow.com. Appreciate that reminding me. Uh, read read them off for me one more time, pal. Okay, Chubb, Pollard, AJ Brown, I'm on raw. Okay. This one's kind of easy. Let me put this caller on hold real quick. Uh, 858 caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? And I'm calling from Massachusetts. Okay, Ryan, hang tight. You mind putting yourself on mute real quick while I help this gentleman? I'll come back over and help you. Sweet, yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Ryan from Mass. Okay, let me put you in here. Okay, uh, so let me let me rank these for you. Uh, second rounder, second rounder, uh, a, tw- a 12-13 overall turn. AJ Brown's a 12-13 over. Uh, you could say 11. I'd say, I'd say he's a 11 to thir- 14 overall player. AJ Brown, and then Amon Ra is an eight to 12. So just to give you a sense of, okay, A.J. Brown can double dip in both those rounds. Amon Ra is an 8-12 to overall player, meaning he's a lock-solid top 12 pick for me. So he's number one, clear as day. And then just because his ADP is greater, though, and his ranking is going to be higher, doesn't mean that I don't quietly like Pollard as the second best player, though. And if we're talking cost of entry, Pollard... In the third round, where he he is often falling, especially with the rumors of Zeke Elliott maybe returning to Dallas, and you know we've seen a lot of skeptical people drive Pollard's value down. I almost like Pollard the most if he's in the third round. If he's in the second round, I like Amon Ra the most, even though he's a first rounder. I still love his value. I, this is what the whole video is about today. So that that's kind of where I'm at there. Okay, um, based on like what you said about Pollard in the third, because I, I, you know, I, if we're in into scenario mocking um, with Pollard falling to the third, and then Jameer Gibbs like on the turn, uh, because I'm drafting from the second, he's never or very rarely available. Like it would be, you know, once in a blue moon that I would see him fall to the fourth. Like, would you take Pollard over Gibbs? Um, if he fell, if both of them fell into the third, I would take. Oh God, that's a tough one. 
I, I probably would split that if I had two different leagues side by side. This isn't my cop-out answer, even though it, it, I, I would categorize it as the only cop-out answer I would give you. It's more of a, it's 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 like a diversification say, answer. Would it be you know? easier if I was like, this is the big money league? I'd probably say, I'd probably say, give me Gibbs. <laughs> And that's crazy to say, but I, I truly believe Gibbs is going to have a top 10 overall like top ten overall player type season this year. But I love Pollard. I love both of them. And the truth is, like, you could draft both of them in most scenarios. You draft Pollard in two, you draft Gibbs in three, and you could go Chase or, you know, Amon Ra or whatever in one, Garrett Wilson in one. I mean, Garrett Wilson, Pollard, and, and Gibbs would be amazing. Even more so if you could get Gibbs in in round three and or gives in round four and Pollard in three. It just depends on how many grandmas are in the league and everything. There's a lot of a lot of things that that, that come. I don't into play. have grandmas in my league, but I have like two like hard. Well, actually three. Well, I'll say two hardcore homers, like a Jets fan. Um, so I know Bree or uh, Garrett Wilson's not going to be there. I know Brees is probably unlikely to be there. <laughs> Yeah, tough, tough to um, say, bro. Then, I mean, re- really, you just gotta you just gotta feel it out. Like there, all these scenarios, we could keep going through, but like until until you get on the clock and you see who's available, it really is hard to 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 predict. But Pollard is going two three, Gibbs is going in three, Chubb's going in two, AJ Brown's going eleven twelve or eleven to fourteen overall area. Amon Ra is gonna cost you a top twelve. He might slip too. It just depends, but. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, we're we're splitting hairs with Pollard and Gibbs and all that, but I love both of them. You can't really okay. go wrong with either I got one. One last question, okay? And then I'm gonna like you know leave you alone. Okay, go ahead. You're uh, fine. Uh, I think I think we're talking about the fourth pick. Well, basically, who would you take, Calvin Ridley or Christian Watson? Um, probably Calvin Ridley because he's got a third round valuation, whereas Watson's going like four, four or five, depending on where you're drafting. So. By, if about you could ra- pick either one in in like the fourth round, I, I mean, since Ridley's going in third, that's the better value. And if Ridley, like, here's the thing you got to understand though: is if Ridley goes in the fourth round, then that means Watson's falling to the fifth because your league's grandma like. You know what I mean? There's no way Ridley falls to the fourth round in a shark league, which means that there's no way Watson's gonna be going in the fourth round because he's probably going in the fifth. You know what I mean? It's all all connected. You, like you, 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 someone tells me Gibbs is going around four, then I, I can tell you that that league you're going to get this steal here. You're going to probably get this steal here. You're going to get Walker around five. You're going to get Fields around five or six. You know, depending on on maybe they go quarterback hungry or heavy or something like that. Like, there's no way yeah, there's London, my, London or Watson's falling. London or Watson's falling to your next pick if let's say for whatever reason Ridley's there in four. That's that's ridiculous if Ridley's there in four. Yeah, one of the homers is a Green Bay fan. That's like the director of ops where I work, and I'm like, he's gonna, he's gonna take him. But I'm like, would I rather have Calvin Ridley uh, than Christian Watson? And it kind of just comes down to that because I know Christian Watson's not gonna fall. Um, the answer is yes. Calvin Ridley's and, a third rounder. Yeah. All right. E- cool. Easy call. All right, hang tight. You can you can All circle right, back. You, yeah, appreciate you.
Uh, let's go over to Ryan from Massachusetts. What's up, Ryan? Hey, Smitty. How you doing? I'm good, bro. Um, my main question that I have is kind of surrounds the Bengals and particularly Joe Burrow because I don't know if you saw what Jamar Chase said today, but he said that he would want you know Joe to sit out for week one. And then he also said, I think, you know, either that same day or a couple of days ago that, you know, oh, yeah, as long as, you know, Joe comes back by, like, week five, we'll be okay. And obviously that's just, like, that's DeMar just, just, you know, one Yeah, don't, he's not the doctor. People are ridiculous, man. The fact that that is driving his value down is amazing. Absolutely amazing. You're going to ask a, you're gonna ask the wide receiver about when his quarterback's coming back from his calf strain. And he, say, he says, I don't care. I mean, maybe he's saying, I don't care if he comes back. Just as long as he comes back healthy, I'd rather him sit out until, you know, until 2026. <laughs> like, he, who cares what he says? Uh, you know, it's weird that he said it, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make me run away from Joe Burrow because yeah. I guarantee you he doesn't know more than we know about it, like, or what's being reported on it. Um, you know, maybe, maybe there's something to this later that we find out, like, it's, I guess it's possible. Maybe Joe's like, Hey, it's a bigger tear than we thought. And he's like, not sure how to answer the question. And he kind of spilled the beans in a weird way. Who knows? I, I, I don't think that's the case. My, my answer is the same as it's been the last like couple weeks or, or week and a half is that okay. if, if, if let me just put it this way, it's riskier to assume that this thing's worse than it is and not take advantage of the fall in ADP than it is to, to take Joe Burrow with the Cav risk. You're running a higher risk right. of letting somebody else beat the hell out of you in a draft because you let you let Joe Burrow fall to them in the sixth round. Uh, that That's a bigger risk. That's a way bigger risk. Okay. Everyone needs to look at this as an opportunity, a new opportunity from a new lens of Joe Burrow value. It sucks if you drafted him around four. Some of you drafted him around three. I tried to tell everybody to wait until round four because you're just getting amazing value there. Some of you drafted him in three and four, and that still might hold true as great value. It still might be amazing value. But let's just say he missed two or three weeks or whatever. Joe Burrow in round six coming back in week three is potentially going to win leagues. So from this moment forward... Don't worry about the past. What drafts do you have coming up? And not to mention my video today. Um, or was it yesterday? Uh, yesterday was Fields or Burrow, Burrow or Fields. Which one should you draft? And my answer was you should go with Fields if you've already gone super heavy Burrow and use this as a push-off point to say, hey, I haven't been doing my my my... Justin Fields shares any good. I need to go out there and collect more of them. And, but in that, you still should have at least a 30% exposure to the new Joe Burrow ADP. That would be my advice. My advice is to shift over to Fields a little bit and just consume as many shares as you can while you can because I think his value could climb and you're going to miss out on it. But consume at least 30% exposure to Joe Burrow's new six-round ADP or you're going to be sorry. Because if he comes back in week one and you got him in the sixth or seventh round, that's the same value as last year. That's absolutely ridiculous. Right, right. And I got I got one more question. So it's kind of centered around, you know, Chase and the Bengals. So I have the 103 
in my normal draft, but like so far, I think the first two picks should be Jefferson and Chase. And I know what you said about Cup, and you said a little something about Tyree Kill earlier. And so I've been kind of off hill, but I'm in that, you know, kind of awkward spot where like I miss out on Jefferson and Chase, but then, you know, I can't take another high upside wide receiver. I've been trying to move up, I've been trying to move down, but I haven't been successful. What do you think I should do? Um, if you can't move up or down from what pick? Uh, the one of three. I've been, I mean, I've been shopping and just trying to get. I up mean, just take Bijan. Shopping and trying to move. Just take Bijan. Mm. I mean, bro, I'm taking okay. him at one, two, and three all day long. Take Kelsey. Mm. Kelsey's fine too. In, in a redraft. Okay. Is it dynasty or redraft? No, it's redraft. Why are you afraid to take Bijan at three? Um, I don't know. I just think like with the Kyle Pitts situation last year, I mean, the head coach Lee came out and said like, I do not care about fantasy football. And I mean, Kyle Pitts had all the same draft capital as Bijan and the coaching staff just completely ignored, you know, can, can you see my extra stuff. Can you see my screen though right now? Are you able to see I, it? I muted it. Okay, I so, went off of YouTube just so it wouldn't echo. But. Okay, I'll, I'll describe what's on my screen. What's on my screen is the Falcons were the number one team in the National Football League in attempts. What's on my screen is the Falcons were the third in the National Football League in rushing yards. What's on my screen is the Falcons were the fourth best in yards per carry and top 10 in touchdowns. Top 10 in 20 plus yards. Top four in 40 plus yard runs. Overall, they're the number one rushing offense in the National Football League. Number one. So when when people, and I'm just saying this to emphasize the point, not to tear your take down or anything, is that when people try and use Kyle Pitts as a reason to run away from Bijan, they're not understanding that that's really tied just to Kyle Pitts. London was on a 1,300-plus yard pace with Ritter in the lineup. This team is going to move the football. This is the best rushing offense in the National Football League, better than the Niners. You have people that say, oh, Christian McCaffrey is going to get used. Bijan, Bijan's going to get used more than Christian McCaffrey. And he's the best uh, prospect to come out of college at the running back position, in my opinion, ever, uh, potentially. In terms of coming out of college and what we expect, I'm not saying he'll be the best player ever. I'm saying this is the most polished player that I've ever seen at least in my 20 years, Adrian Peterson and him are probably neck and neck in terms of me saying, oh my God, this is a total can't miss player. This is completely crazy that more people aren't feeling the way that I'm feeling about it. But when he says he doesn't care about fantasy, what I just showed you absolutely tells a different story in terms of what is being produced on the field. This is the number one rushing team in the National Football League. 559 rushing attempts, bro. 559 rushing attempts. Do you think Bijan's not getting 250 of those? And 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 even then, that's not even half. <laughs> that's not even half, bro. So there's no threat of anything. There's no threat of anything. This guy is a, a running absolute architect in Arthur Smith. And maybe he doesn't care about fantasy football when someone that's such that phrase has been taken out of context so much. He said it in regards to Kyle Pitts, like or in terms of you know the fantasy production. Everybody's just why are you using Kyle Pitts? Why aren't you using Kyle Pitts? And nothing to do with the running game. You know what I mean? Like he, they're running the football, bro. They're running the football. They're running the football a lot. And anybody that's afraid of Tyler Algier, 
uh, taking away Bijan's workload. 559 attempts. There's there's room for an Algier. There's room for Cordero. There's room for their grandmothers to run a couple carries into the end zone. There's room for a ton. And he's talking about Kyle Pitts. You cannot tie that to the rushing attack. That that's and I'm not saying this about you, but that's a lazy take that someone's feeding other people that unfortunately, you, bro, you're busy. You don't have time to sit here like I do and comb through everything. You rely upon the people you listen to to give you the information. And it's not bad that you're listening to other content creators, but whatever lazy take someone's been shoveling down people's throats about how Kyle Pitts is going to translate to how Bijan's going to be used is ridiculous. Ridiculous. 559 rushing attempts. Guy, we we we'd be scared to death if he got more than half of those. We would be he'd be injured. Hey, hey, uh, Rudy, what 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 did you say? It was five hundred fifty nine. Um, thank thank you by the way that, um, that they had. Yeah, who was that that I was just talking to, Ryan? I appreciate the questions. Yeah, yeah. Don't take any offense to anything I was saying. I was merely talking no, no, about. Of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, uh, who was it, Travis? Who was saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, if you look at, like, last year, and it's not going to be like this this year, but Cordero Patterson and Algier, they only got 354 carries themselves. So they were handing off the other backs, and Mariota ran a little bit. And so, yeah. like you said, there's already plenty of carries going on. And also, I feel like people forget, I don't know if it was coaches or scouts or what, were saying, I think it was after the combine, that or someone from Texas maybe was saying Bijan literally could have been a wide receiver. He's that good at Yeah, 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 definitely, well. definitely. And the other thing people need to realize is that that these numbers that I'm showing right here, these unbelievable numbers by the Falcons rushing attack and Arthur Smith's running stable, um, these are all without Bijan. So you look at the you look at the yardage. If Bijan was under center, that would say three thousand plus. If Bijan was or behind center, if Bijan were in the backfield, it would be three thousand yards plus. If Bijan was in the backfield, that would be five point four or five point five a carry instead of four point nine. If Bijan were in the backfield, that'd say twenty five plus touchdowns potentially. So I, I just want everyone to understand that we're looking at last year's numbers, and we got to be careful not to assume those are this year's numbers. Because they're not going to be. They're going to be so much better. Yeah, the, the one other thing I was going to say, too, was like, this isn't anything to take away from Algier because, you know, he, he did really well in the opportunity. For sure. Got, but, like, he was he was a fifth-round pick, and Bijan was the eighth overall pick. So just the talent level. I know that's not always a perfect comparison because people fall in the draft or get missed and they fall into the right system and all that. But, you know, Algier did about as much as you could expect him to do last year with that. And he was a fifth-round pick. So the talent level that B. Jones is coming in with is just so much beyond what we've seen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Good Good. Good points. Um, Cub. Cub from, from Cali. What else you got? Yeah, what's good? What's up? Um, I think, you know, also something – I've been listening to you. I think you're kind of wrong about. I don't know. I don't know. 
I'm pretty deep in with the Raiders, and I feel like so. Josh, uh, Josh McDaniels changed the whole scheme with the whole offense, and um, I feel like um, beginning of last season, the PFF grade for the Raiders' offensive line we were ranked thirty uh, first. There we go. And by the end of the season, <laughs> there we go. I heard, I heard a week. I, I heard a week, Cub. I heard a wee, so I know where this is going. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, so um, they finished in the top ten on PFF grades by the end of the season, uh-huh. and they brought back everybody. Uh, they also brought a couple other people that they brought in. So I feel like the strength of the offensive line and what we could do with the number, like we had a number one wide uh, receiver, uh, number one running back. Like I don't see why we can't duplicate because Carter was had a really bad season and I don't feel like I mean we could literally have a literally quarterback that had the same shitty season and still produce the number one running back and a number one wide receiver. See I top three. I think I think you're you're underestimating or undervaluing how good Carr is even though he wasn't winning you games in an awful situation. Like there's a reason Aaron Rodgers didn't go to the Raiders. And this might be hard to hear, and I could be wrong. So you know, take it with a grain of salt, or if you're if you're a huge Raider fan. But there's a reason. Yeah. Let let me also put into perspective from the players' level. Okay, what did Josh Jacobs say about signing his franchise tag early in the offseason? Do you remember? Yeah, he said, "I will I, I, sign I it." He said, "I will sign it if we reload and go for a championship." What what did what did Josh Jacobs do the moment you guys signed Jimmy Garoppolo? Said he's out. He doesn't want. He doesn't want to play for the Raiders. Okay. What did Devontae Adams say the moment you guys signed Jimmy Garoppolo? He said this is not the decision I would have made. This is not the direction I would have went. And he was completely unhappy. So that tells you something uh, about the quarterback decision. And you can say that the the lack of wins or the fact that the the Raiders are constantly playing from behind. And, and you guys had a horrible defense, and maybe you've improved that here or there. But the fact that, that you're replacing a guy that you felt like in some ways was inefficient or incapable of leading you to victory is going to put you in a better spot. Like you can only upgrade or go up from here is not true because Jimmy Garoppolo can't throw more than 10, 15 yards down the field. And he's a first read guy. He's not a deep uh, thrower. And I disagree that Adams has even a shot if Jimmy's under center, maybe you guys bring in Wentz because Jimmy gets hurt by midseason minimum. And if, if Jimmy Jimmy can't throw downfield, you can't tie Devontae Adams to any of his old production. You just can't say things like, and I'm not saying you said this, but people do. He's Adams. He'll get his. He's so good. He'll get his. Name a time Adams didn't have a gunslinger that was laser locking on his number one wide receiver. The answer is you don't have an example because he was in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. He was in, he was playing with Derek Carr. Both are two of the most laser locking on one receiver type quarterbacks in the National Football League. And they both throw tons of air yards and throw missiles down the field. And so Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't do that. I don't know how, I don't know how Adams could come even close to last year's production. Maybe he catches a lot of short passes, has low yards per catch, um, makes up for it with a lot of you know PPR points potentially. 
But this is not a 10-plus touchdown receiver in this offense with Jimmy Garoppolo, who disappointed your team so badly when he showed up injured and lied about it that they had to cancel his welcome to the, to the Raiders press conference, Jimmy, and take away his signing bonus, convert it into salary, and said, you better pass your, your physical or we're cutting you. And and he started off his 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 career in, yeah. as a Las Vegas Raider on that on that leg. Like this is not a good situation, bro. I'm sorry. No, I hear no, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But uh, I don't know. I I feel like uh, they 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 put everybody in a situation where they they fit the scheme and everybody knows what the the plan is. Um, <laughs> this sounds, this sounds like, optimistic talk to me and I bro let me can I also say that I appreciate you and I appreciate your fandom I appreciate your loyalty to your team and you're trying to make the best of it and maybe I'm wrong and you can come back in and I'll be so happy bro if I'm wrong for you because you're a I can tell you're a true fan and I'd be so happy if I, I was wrong I'll hit the moon button I'll I'll take a lap I'll do whatever it takes to to make you feel good but I mean Everything you're saying is just optimistic fluff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, I feel like everybody knows the role. I mean, Everybody's ready to go. They look good in the huddle. They look good in their uniforms. <laughs> no, nah, but we, uh, I'm just saying, like, for, for a first year uh, under a new coach, a whole new scheme for our offensive line to be ranked 32, and then be, we didn't even have added, like, a whole lot of bunch of pieces. It was a bunch of, like, a lot of moving pieces in the offensive alignment. Throughout the whole season, and then we, by the end of the season, to be ranked a top 10 offensive lineman and still bring everybody back, I feel like that was the main product of what made Jacobs be a top one running back. So, yeah, maybe, um, I don't, I just don't, yeah, I'm not sure if it's going to be Jacobs there, but I just feel like whoever is behind the offensive lineman is going to be producing because our tight end, uh, Waller, was never really a, a, a blocker. Now you got a rookie, so, like, though. In, you yeah, got a yeah, but we still got uh, Hooper. Hooper's a vet. So Hooper and um, and Mayer. And Mayer's a big boy. So, like, I feel like he's a good blocking tight end, and he could catch. So, I don't yeah. know. Just Here's the, the, the final thought I have, in the fi- or the final point. Is that yeah. I, I get what you're saying, but you know what Derek Carr did for you is he made that offensive line um, production better than it's going to be this year because when you throw downfield, you stretch the defense, bro. Like defenses had to uh, accommodate for that. They had to say, this is Devontae Adams. This is Derek Carr. Regardless of what some people think of Derek Carr, he's a threat to throw the football down the field. He throws missiles down the field, and Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't. And so there's, there's, you're gonna have a whole lot. You're gonna have a whole lot of more eight-man fronts and tightened-up defenses that are gonna crowd the box, and stack it against Jacobs or whoever's running the football. And your running back is holding out essentially. He's not coming in to sign his deal, and he's gonna come back and and what face eight-man fronts. He's not looking at the same defensive schemes that he faced last year with Derek Carr. That's the problem that I think you're going to end up seeing is like there's you're going to see stacked boxes, bro, and Jacobs is not breaking through them. And the fact that he had over four, almost 400 touches last year, he's on the verge of what we call a, a total like de- deflated season and just unraveling because there's so many things going against him, bro. 
But I'm I'm rooting for you. I truly am. I was in Las Vegas, and there's a lot of Raiders fans that came up and hung out with me at at the during the live streaming that I did at Circa Las Vegas Casino and uh, Stadium Swim. And and I I love the Raider fans are so loyal. So like I I hats off to you. And I I kind of envy you because I don't I don't have that kind of passion for the Cardinals as much because I'm constantly doing news and in football and I have to take off my my fandom hat and pretty much I never really get to wear it and you start becoming immune to it you know and so right now yeah. I I feel like I, I I'm all about players more so than about a team and it you know it's exciting because bro even if you struggle this year which I think you will <laughs> I think you know you're you're in it from for the long haul and when things bounce back you'll be it'll be that much sweeter so I, I I'm rooting for you yeah, though I, I know like I know how you're saying like being I think no I'm really I do like it's kind of weird because I'm so used to having my car and it felt like so comfortable having that guy there like I kind of knew what I was getting every season but like this season it's I mean there is questions I'm not like <laughs> big questions bro you know? but Jimmy's yeah, yeah, not going to be under uh, under center long don't worry the guy gets hurt he's but, uh, he gets hurt like crazy it, 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 he's going to be inefficient really bring in Wentz bro bring in Wentz trade for Trey Lance do something different um but 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 Jimmy's not the answer. Jimmy's not starting seventeen games or even close. I, I almost I almost a hundred percent in my gut feel that that's crazy. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, Cobb. I appreciate your uh, your you calling in, and I'm sorry if some of that was negative for you. But I again, I I, I totally love that you're a, a major fan, and you want to call in and talk Raiders in a positive way, or just remind me to not be negative, and I'll I'll, I'll talk some positivity. I'll I'll talk about uh, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what I'll find, but I'll find something for you, okay? Whether whether it's Mayor's future, I like Mayor a lot, so maybe you bring in somebody. Maybe you guys bring in Wentz, and Wentz can Wentz can throw a deep ball. He's not he's not a great quarterback, but what if Wentz started throwing missiles that half the time met Devontae Adams downfield. That's better than Jimmy Garoppolo throwing six yard stinkers <laughs> into the dirt. <laughs> I just I don't know. All right. Uh Cub hang hang tight if you want to ask more more questions here. Uh let me go over to Jet. Jet's been waiting then Dakota and then I'm gonna swing back over to Travis. Uh Jet, what's up my guy? You're live. Yo yo, what's up? What's up? I have pal? a question um I just started a fantasy league and uh, I made a trade that based on my team, I felt like I, I won, but uh, I'm just kind of seeing how you feel about it. All right. Hit me with it. Uh, so I traded, uh, it's just a one for one, but I traded uh, Nick Chubb for Armand St. Brown. So I got uh, Nick Chubb. And then I sent St. Brown because I, I already had like, I feel like I have a solid receiver ring and I feel like, uh, I feel like George Pickens is going to come on this year. So I have him on my bench and I'm like, man, I wanted to have that extra running back just in case I need a trade or something. Cause my, my uh, quarterback position is kind of weak, and my tight end position yeah, is weak. I, I guess it depends on what your depth was, but I would say overall, uh, drafting St. Brown, as I said, this this show, he's a top five wide receiver. He's a top ten overall player, and Chubb's in the second round for me. 
So I I think if you okay. needed if you needed an RB, this is an arguable trade for sure, because um, Chubb can deliver yeah, top ten uh, overall numbers. So I I don't hate it at all. I'm just saying like push comes to shove in a vacuum, I'm drafting St. Brown over Chubb. But you need an RB, bro. There's nothing wrong with Chubb. There's nothing wrong with Barkley. There's nothing wrong with a lot of those guys. But I would take Amon Ra in a in a redraft setting. Now, is this a dynasty? No, it's okay. uh, it's Good. just like redraft. But uh, the reason why I'm feeling that way, so I'll I'll say my squad real quick. I got Rogers as my QB, Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb. Uh, yeah. AJ Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Greg Dolchich, Travis Etienne. Well, who were your running back? You got e- who are your running backs? You got Stevenson. You got Etienne. And who's your who's your other running back? Yep. Je- uh, Jonathan Taylor, Nick See, Chubb. And what were your wide receivers? Because you got a ton of you had a ton of running backs already, though. <laughs> I got uh, AJ Brown. They're uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyler Lockett, Cortland Sutton. I I have to say you were more stacked at running back than you were wide receiver, though. Yeah, I kind of – I probably wouldn't have done that. that. But I was like, man – wouldn't it? I mean, but but I hey, like, it could man. totally work out for you. But I would I wouldn't have done that because you you were you were one player better, I think, at RB than you were receiver. So I don't think I would have done that. I mean, and ultimately, I'm drafting St. Brown over Chubb. So I probably wouldn't have. Uh, Ricky yeah. Bobby, Ricky Me Bobby, too. I don't. Uh, real quickly, Ricky Bobby, I don't know if you're paying attention. I mean, if you're not first, you're last, and I don't think you're first right on this comment at least. Uh, Smitty Wentz, come on, Smitty Wentz is trash. Who said Wentz was good? Ricky Bobby. Who said Wentz was good? I mean, you're making you're you're making an awful lot of assumptions here, Ricky Bobby. You're making an awful lot of assumptions here. You think I like Wentz? You think Wentz is a good quarterback? What on earth makes you think I like Wentz? Because I said you maybe you get Wentz who can throw the ball down the field better than Jimmy Garoppolo. What other options do the Raiders yeah. have? What other options do the Raiders have, Ricky? You tell me. You tell me who's out there sitting out there to grab. He's the best quarterback that's out. That's it. I didn't say he's good. He's the best one available, and the Raiders are going to need him because Jimmy can't stay upright. So I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. And he certainly isn't better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Or, I'm sorry, Jimmy Garoppolo certainly isn't better than Carson Wentz. Jimmy Garoppolo can't even stay upright for very long. And Andrew made a pretty... Pretty fair comment. <laughs> he says, Smitty comes to Las Vegas, gets treated like a king. <laughs> and I was. I mean, Las, Circa Las Vegas, they put me up. They took care of me. They gave me a cabana to do a live stream. They, they treated me like an absolute king. And then he bashes the Raiders for two weeks straight. <laughs> I think I even did some of that during my live stream there. But look, Las Vegas says no absolute ties to the Raiders you know it's like of course that's their team but but I mean they didn't they didn't uh they don't necessarily own them <laughs> Circa doesn't really own them but that, that is pretty funny it is it's is, <laughs> it's kind of a funny thing uh okay Jet did you have a follow-up or is, is are you good you can hang tight while I circle around the... a quick follow-up though I do think uh 
I admired the last guy's fandom, you know, part of being uh, a true fan to the Cardinals. I'm a true fan of the Eagles, and I do think Wentz would probably be a little bit better than Jimmy G. You know, I feel yeah. like Wentz didn't get his true shot. Yeah, Ricky, Ricky, but don't don't listen to Ricky Bobby. He's he doesn't know what he's saying on this one, but but nobody likes either one of them. You know, Cam, Cam Newton. I saw Cam Newton uh, in the in the in the chat. Cam Newton's better than Jimmy Garoppolo, and and Ricky Bobby probably said, "Oh, this is a ridiculous take." No one likes any of them. The Raiders shouldn't be in this position, but they are, and they they brought in a guy. There's a big mistake, and the problem is. Who is the best solution out of all the bad ones? And and we're sitting here splitting hairs about Cam Newton versus Carson Wentz versus Jimmy Garoppolo. Ricky Bobby, take a lap. Take a big lap. If you're not first, you're taking laps. Okay, uh, let's go over to Maddie. No, Dakota Dave and then Maddie. I'm sorry, Maddie, hang tight. Dakota Dave, you've been waiting patiently. Uh, hey, Smitty. Um... The other day, I think it was, you said something about Tyreek Hill not looking that good in training camp. Yeah, he's dropping some, or he was, yeah, he was definitely looking a little bit uh, uh, out of tune, for sure. Oh, okay. You, but, I mean, skill or I think uh, injury? Uh, I just think he was off a little bit. I, I don't know. I mean, look, you could have bad days. That's all it was. I, I wasn't drawing too many conclusions, but I was just saying that, like, oh. you know, I, I've already got a little bit of concern about Tua, and he, you know, that guy fires off his hamstrings like no other player in the league, and he's gonna burn through them like a a, a set of uh, brake pads, you know, quicker than anybody else is going to, and so like at some point he's going to fall off like quicker than we want him to, and I'm not saying it's this year. I'm just saying that you mix in all these different concerns and it's like, well, I'm not taking a five. I'm taking Garrett Wilson. I'm not taking, and I know a lot of people think that's crazy, but so was Jalen Hurts being a top five quarterback last year. So was Kenneth Walker being an absolute marvel and people kept ignoring him into the ninth and 10th round. Look, it's it's going to be uncomfortable until it isn't uncomfortable with a lot of things in fantasy football. And for anybody to take anything as a ridiculous statement, really, honestly, anybody's take, even me, I should be more open-minded to somebody's bold take. But I usually don't usually don't tear down somebody's take as much as defend them when they come at my take being ridiculous. You know what I mean? A lot of my arguing and battling is a, is in somebody not being receptive to a to a uh, interrupting Ian. You're interrupting the show with the echo that you got in the background. I don't know what in the hell is going on in the background there. Interrupting Ian. Can you mute, bro? Ian. Yeah, my bad. Okay. Right, I'll mute. One second. Thank you. Um. Anyway, I forget where I was going. Dakota, go ahead. You. Um, you're going to talk about where on Garrett Wilson is uh, against the grain. Yeah, against the grain. I mean, you're going to take Garrett Wilson over Tyreek Hill? Are you absolutely crazy, Smitty? Well, apparently I am. Apparently I am. <laughs> but I tell you, there's a, there's a bunch of guys in late first round that I kind of want to stay away from, and like Diggs is another one because. Uh, I mean, in addition to this, uh, you know, drama 
um, I was just seeing, like, you know, during the year, during the off-season, he was, like, going to the Met Gala, and he's got, like, fashion shows and stuff like that. That doesn't sound like, yeah. uh, that doesn't sound good. That look, doesn't sound good look, to me. Tua's got, Tua's got concussion issues, okay? And those aren't going away, most likely. Anything could happen, but there, there's a great probability that Tyreek Hill loses his quarterback that's supposed to feed him this volume. So that's one red flag. Then there's the, he's looking bad in camp. That's just a small red flag. Like if there was no other red flags at all, that would be nothing burger. But I'm just saying when you start getting little red flags everywhere and then, and then you're like, okay, you know, there, there, there's two wide receivers there that are very, very good. And if they don't have Tua throwing the football in a potent offense and they've got, and I like Mike White, but I don't know that Mike White's going to replicate what Tua is doing. He's a guy that could win games. Maybe they win games. Maybe they're impressive. But this is uh, this is not one of those situations where I want to be involved at five overall value. I like Tyreek Hill. I do. But I'm not drafting him where everybody else is. I'm taking Bijan 10 times out of 10 over, over Cooper Cup over Tyreek Hill, and I'm not saying I draft Garrett Wilson number five overall. People need to understand the context of what I'm saying, but is Garrett Wilson quietly my number three or St. Brown my number three, like neck and neck number three wide receiver at the end of the season? So cost of entry matters. The um, overreacting Oscar in the chat is going to say, oh, here, take Garrett Wilson four or five. You never heard me ever say I'm taking Garrett Wilson four or five doesn't come out of my mouth. What I say is the cost of entry of Garrett Wilson so much better than Tyreek Hill. I'm trading down. If I can't trade down, I'm taking Bijan. And am I, am I faced with a scenario where Tyreek Hill is supposed to be the guy that I take, but Bijan's gone? Almost never. So if I'm ever on the clock and I'm supposed to take Tyreek Hill, Bijan's there nine times or 10 times out of 10. So... That's my solution. Bijan, or I trade down, end of story. Yeah. What about uh, for late first round? Would he, uh, do you like Saquon, or or is he really second round? No, I mean, it depends on the context. In the throne draft, the community voted Saquon. Would I have taken him? Probably not. Um, I support the community voting it, though. I think it was a it was a great pick in hindsight, like just how our team fell, and it worked out per- perfect. Uh, he's a a very top around two guy or twelve thirteen turn guy for me. Garrett Wilson's kind of my favorite pick right there, but the community voted. I, I I honestly the first vote I didn't even really want to influence at all. I wanted you guys to truly get the player that won the vote, and Garrett Wilson was left off. Um, for the most part, there were a couple votes. I think Travis might have voted for him. But when he didn't get near the same amount of votes as Diggs and Saquon, um, I we didn't want to. We we're being coy about it too because there's a lot of spies from this league. It's the throne league where you guys, the followers, draft my team, and there's eleven other communities. And um, I, you know, we're coy about it when we're on the on the live stream. And basically, I felt out the audience that it's like, hey, look how far down Garrett Wilson is. And there were some people that said it in the chat over and over. But the people watching the spies are listening to what I'm saying. So I have to read between the tea leaves. And I'm like, okay, I see what you guys are doing here. And so the last thing in the world I wanted to do was do a... So once we narrowed it down to Barkley and Diggs, and it was a landslide that those are the two 
people that everyone was voting for. The worst thing in the world I could have done is forced on my own account Garrett Wilson into the final vote that I put up and I put a link out and there's an actual like vote that you had to click the click the button. The worst thing in the world I could have done was thrown Garrett Wilson on there and telegraphed what our next pick was going to be. And we almost landed, we were a, like a, a hair away from landing Garrett Wilson as our second pick. The team before said that he came into the group chat with the other other uh, uh, fantasy pages that we we do this with, and they said uh, they said yeah the chat voted Garrett Wilson. I think it's a little early. Like he didn't even really want Garrett Wilson. His community barely barely pushed him over. But we got St. Brown. So in the throne draft, we got Barkley in round one, St. Brown in round two, uh, Brees Hall in round three, Justin Fields in round four, and we're almost on the clock again. And so we're going to get you know two two picks. But but Barkley, po- point of that is Barkley in round one, it feels great. Our team's really, really solid. Okay, well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate you. Um, let me circle around the phone line. Uh, let me go to... Maddie, did Maddie hang up? I think Maddie hung up. Thank you, Dakota Dave. Hey, appreci- Maddie. Yeah, is that rock out? Yeah, you forgot uh, my uh, DM. Oh, here you go. Let me get let me get to it. Rock out must have sent me a a little tune. Hey y'all, it's Sun God. Just pick me in your dress. I will win your championship. I'll be scoring. Touchdown, and we'll dominate, taking over. You know what it is, son. God, <laughs> did you say put him in a dress? Is that what you said? No, put him in your drafts, or yeah, that's what I think that's what you said. Okay, it sounds like l- 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 listen back again. It sounds like you said put somebody in a dress. Hey, y'all, just pick me in your dress. I will win your championship. Just put me in your dress. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let. I love it. Thank you, Rockout. I'm gonna cherish that one forever. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Let me circle around the phone lines. I'm probably gonna get out of here. Uh, let's go to. Let's go to Cub. Final ten seconds, Cub. You got ten seconds. Go. Uh, man, I guess. Get your eight Alvin Kamara while you can, because I feel like it's a pretty good price of where it's at and keeps going up. Agreed. And, uh, just win, baby. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Later. Call in tomorrow. Call in tomorrow, Cub. Appreciate you. All right. All right. Owen with the super chat says, "What puts Chase over Bijan uh, could get both at one point two. Um, Owen, are you still here? I'm sorry about the delay, bro. I would say if it's three wide receiver full PPR, that's what put that's what would put Chase number one for me. If it's two wide receiver mandatory and then two running back and then a flex, meaning you could go three wide receivers or you could go two, and you could go three running backs or you could go two, that would probably make me um, put Bijan over Jamar Chase if it was a two wide receiver. Now, if it was a three wide receiver non PPR, I'd probably still go Bijan. But that's me. But that's what I, that's probably what I would do. Uh, Owen to the moon. Appreciate you, Owen. To Owen's still here. Uh, I don't know if it's Jimmy or Doc that's got the bad background noise. I added you both at the same time, but it sounds like you, some one of you's got the show in the background or something. No, it's not. It's not me. Is that Jimmy forty four? Jimmy, 
Yeah, Jim, Jimmy. And now it's all it, gone. It's gone. Is uh, it me, Jim? Is it, is it me, Jimmy? It was you, Jimmy. But but Jimmy, what can I do for you? And then I'm gonna go to Doc. Jimmy, go ahead. All I'm gonna say, Schmitty, is Brashard White's gonna be first round next year. Finish him. Call terminated. I I haven't hit hang up yet, Jimmy, but I'm not gonna go through this every single night oh. with you. Okay. Brashard White the goat. Finish him. Call terminated. I don't know how many times I got to tell him to stop talking about Rashad White as a first or second or third round player. It's just ridiculous conversation that the the the, the viewers don't need to see every single night. Where I'm literally, it's like arguing with the wall. It's like arguing with the wall. I don't care what he thinks. He's trying to tell me he's a third rounder. He's not. It's ridiculous. This guy. This guy could go out and clean up if Rashad White, who I like. Which is the most frustrating part about Jimmy 44 is that I like Rashad White. I like Rashad White. And yeah, I think he called him Burchard. I like Rashad White. But he's making me like yeah. go against him because he's like, he's a third rounder, Smitty. He's not a third rounder. And if you think he's a third That's rounder, great. go clean up. Go clean up in the in the 80s where he's going on underdog ADP. Um, okay, Doc, you're live. A3, um, so after I just remember, like, oh, man, Smitty's on right now, and the first thing I hear is put me in your dress, and now that's two nights in a row that I've joined the show, and I, I versus Bill the Tickler, now it's put me in your dress. I'm, I'm, starting, to, I'm starting to wonder. I'm starting to just pick me in your dress. I will win your championship. I'll be scoring. Son God, just pick me in your dress. I will win your. (laughs) Wait, is he saying put me in your draft or put me in your dress? (laughs) Okay, all right. That now that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm like, wait. I'm like, I know it's not twice in a row that I've joined this show, and. Smitty has something going on. I mean, it's, it's not it, football related. It's the graveyard shift. Anything can happen, pal. <laughs> I love it. I, I don't mind. It's just, I just wonder why is it every time I finally come in here, it's, I catch it right at that moment. Yeah. I don't know who's blow, <laughs> blowing their nose like a monster in the background, but uh, is anybody? Is everybody okay? Is who Who was that? Does the doc need to instruct you on how to how to tuck your uh, wow. nasal cavity back into your nose? That that sounded bad. Oh man! Uh, no, nobody ever fesses up to it either. All right, Doc, what do you got? I'm just jumping off. Um, anything you want to bring up real quick before we close everything down? Um, uh, no, no, Smitty. I just want to call and say, hey, man, hope you everything's going well with you, man, and um, hope you have a great day tomorrow. And I'll definitely join you again. Yeah, call in tomorrow. Appreciate you, Doc. We'll see you later. Absolutely, absolutely, buddy. All right, interrupting Ian. You got 10 seconds. Uh, hey, bud. Uh, I've been uh, uh, pairing uh, Calvin Ridley with uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Smart. I think it's been like – it's been like working out pretty well uh, so far, getting like Bijan in the first, then like seeing who lands in the second, and then trying to pick up Calvin in the third. 
and then getting, uh, you know, pick up so on and so forth and, uh, fourth and fifth and then be getting, uh, uh, Lawrence in the sixth. So it, it's been working out so far. Uh, I just want, want to let you know, um, that that's, uh, a little bit of the majority of, uh, my drafts on, on, uh, on that, you know, so, yeah, buddy. Uh, hey, I, I love yeah. Calvin Ridley. I love Trevor Lawrence. I think um, they're going to cook a ton this year. A lot, a lot of touchdowns being scored. And Calvin Ridley, his only knock is that he gets injured because of his hiatus. You know, like somehow, some way, we're reflecting back on this. Going, we knew we should have known better. You take a hiatus like that, and you're going to get hurt somehow, some way. It's just too much for the body to endure. You know, or you're rusty. But the thing is, man. No one's forcing me to take Ridley in every draft, right? You know, it is ADP's not like so good that I'm forcing myself to take him every single time I see him. He's costing a lot, but I I want to have a handful of shares, man. I'm I'm not even talking like five percent to ten percent. I want like twenty, twenty five, thirty percent exposure to Calvin Ridley. And uh, and on Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty, which we just drafted on earlier. Uh, Ridley's amazing. Not not to mention what's crazy, my guy. What is crazy? I don't know if you've seen this, but Calvin Ridley's higher low um, is absolutely unreal. Let me plug in real quick and and show this. I don't know if it's still there. Sometimes they they move a little bit because these higher low lines should really fluctuate um, based on the uh, based on the amount of people on each side of it, right? But really, look, yeah. London, London's got an 850 higher. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. Really's going to smash that. And let me see if I can find... Or I'm sorry, who was that? That was uh, London. London's going to smash 850. 850 yards. That's that's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. Um, Let me see if I can find... Let me see if I can I find... I think some of the analysts are like talking about... Um, whether Pitts or London, I think is like kind of the main concern, but I really, I, I think that offense is like a number five, man. So it's going to move. And, yeah. No. And like, uh, I think, you know, so, I uh, know. so yeah, it's going to be ama- amazing, bro. Uh, let me see if I can find really real quick on here. Christian, Christian Watson's eight fifty. That's insane as well. Christian Watson, 850 yards. Jimmy. Jimmy, I let you back on. I let you back on again, and, and you got background noise again, bro. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta mute that real quick. Uh, I'll come. I'm sorry, to, maybe. Uh, I'll come to you in one second. I'll come to you in one second. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, Smitty. That's right. Uh, let me see if I can find Ridley. Where did Ridley go? Where's Ridley? Dotson, eight hundred point five. Unbelievable. Dotson, eight hundred yards. Sorry, Smitty. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. They moved it. They moved it to 925. That's still great. That's still great. But he was like at 8-something. He's at 850, I think. <laughs> Calvin really was at 850. Now he's at 9. There's a noise still there, Smitty. No, but you are. Uh, what can I do for you, Jimmy? Hey, get rid of him. What can I do for you, Jimmy? I won't talk about Burchard. It's not, his name's not Burchard. His name's not Burchard. You're telling me that he's a top three or four round player and you can't even say his name right. It's Rashad White, not Burchard. Finish him. Uh, Jimmy, what uh, do you want? What do you want to talk about? Uh Jimmy. Who? Jimmy. 
I mean, Smitty, Smitty. You're, you're, you're plastered, aren't you? No. Yo, Jimmy. Your name's Jimmy. Uh, I'm Smitty. You're Jimmy. Oh, sh- Yeah. Hello? Are you, are you with Denny? Where, 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 where's Denny? Where's Denny? Jimmy, call him tomorrow. Finish him. Call terminated. Brashard. Hey, Jimmy. It's Smitty. Oh, no. You're Smitty. All right. Jet, final thoughts. Goodness gracious. My final thoughts. I know that you guys are a little bit down on Tua. He might not be looking the best at practice, but he fooled around and got himself a Simone sleeve. So I think he's I think he's coming with a little bit of spice this year. Because, you know, the Samoans with the tribal tattoos ain't nothing to play with. He might go off. So we're, 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 we're all in because of the tattoos. <laughs> okay. Hey. A tribal sleeve, man. He's looking like Moana part two. Yeah, but he's also looking like uh, a Maui. He's been eating a, a little bit more, too, and he, he's, he's quite uh, – He's quite uh, thicker than than you would want for a player that you don't want hitting the ground really hard and causing you know some whiplash. So, yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't I know that, that I I don't like that one. that added weight that he's adding to the mix when you don't want him hitting the ground with more force, bro. I I feel that the one thing I would say is the red flag with two is more than anything. I hear he's doing yoga classes and all that. Sounds like he might be a little working with some noodle soup. It sounds a little optimistic to me, but hey, you know what? I appreciate it, Jet. And if you're a Dolphin fan, like, what else are you going to do? So I, I commend you for supporting your quarterback and your team. Nah, I'm an Eagles fan. Fly Eagles fly, baby. <laughs> then what are you doing? Tua, look, Tua's, Tua's trying to get himself to not be able to – he's trying to help hold his neck up so that he doesn't hit the ground because if he hits the ground, he's getting concussed. Does that sound like a player that's going to stay on the field upright? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't pick him, you know. I'd go Carson Wentz, man. Uh, uh, Anthony <laughs> or Cam, man. They need, to bring in, they need to bring in some joy. You know, Cam for the Raiders would be a little bit better than Jimmy G. At least it would be a show. Uh, Anthony dropped a super chat um, talking about Rashad White. I appreciate Anthony dropping a super chat. Thank you very much. Um, all right, hey Jet, we'll see you tomorrow. Call in, pal. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna show up with some tribal sleeves tomorrow, and then you're gonna think I'm I'm just gonna take the year by storm. Schmidt's gonna tear everybody to shreds. He got tribal tattoo tattoo sleeves. He's going nuts. He's he's oh, taking over. over. He's taking over ESPN this year. Haven't you heard? He's got the travel <laughs> sleeves. All right, later, Jet. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go over to interrupting Ian. I think I already gave you ten seconds, but now you got five. Go. All right. Well, that's a hard one. Not sure where to start. <laughs> you but, got four. Uh, <laughs> four seconds. Five seconds. Four seconds. Three. Uh. Two. Give me, Good give talk. me a uh, Robinson. Who? Bijan. Give me Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me like, give me a uh, 
Robinson and finish him. Call terminated. <laughs> I got sorry, but I didn't. I didn't know when that was going to end. So, it, <laughs> what are we doing today? What are we doing back there? The whole phone line got toasted. Uh, call in tomorrow, pal. Appreciate you, by the way. Uh, who was that? That was uh, that was interrupting Ian. Appreciate you, uh, Stephen. Fi- final thoughts. Uh, you got nine seconds. Uh, interrupting Ian took one of yours. <laughs> Oh, you mean um, me, uh, Stefan? Stefan, I'm sorry, Stefan. Yeah, yeah. You, you get that a lot, don't you? Uh, People call you Stephen all day long, don't they? Yeah, all the, uh, all all the, the time. time. And I like, I like how, I like um, how you kind, I like how you kind of didn't take it. You're like, oh, you mean, you mean me? You like, I would do that too, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm I knew trying. who you were talking about. But, but you got to do that. You got to put people in their place and make them uncomfortable, you know, and be like, Is, did you mean, did you mean Stephen, Stefan? Like I, I totally support that. Good move. Well played. What can I do for you, Stefan? Yeah, it's my. You get fifteen seconds waiting now. Waiting move. You get fifteen Sweet. seconds. All there right. So uh, back to kind of my or my league settings. Uh, quarter point per rush. Uh, half point PPR. There are like uh, additional bonus points for like however long, you know, forty, fifty yard touchdown, whatever. Um, but I was curious as to your thoughts in reference to like, I got the second overall pick pretty confident. I'd be able to get Jamar chase. Um, like I'm almost certain I'll get Jamar chase, but I was wondering because of the quarter point per rush attempt, uh, what your thoughts were on potentially trading down one to two spots and getting Dijon. Yeah. Like, which would you prefer? Sure. Uh, look, I, I mean, if you can trade down and get Bijan, I would do it. I definitely wouldn't grab him one, two, three if you don't need to. But, I mean, honestly, three, four, five is safe because someone could get cute at four or five. I, I see it all the time. You're going to start seeing other analysts, so you too. Would, you'd too. rather do that? You'd rather do that than Jamar Chase at the second? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Bijan in the fourth or at the fourth? Four pick? Yeah, I would. 0.25 per rushing okay. attempt, absolutely. And three wide receiver and a flex. Yeah. It's all right. You'll be okay. Okay. We got you covered. We got a lot of good okay. wide receivers pickings in round six, seven. Um, you know, Mike Evans has been falling crazy, crazy late. Like, you'll find a way to, to get together a little stable. And and what if Olave falls? You could get Olave, Watson, and London and take Bijan. You know, and start building that way, or Bijan, uh, Ridley, and um, Gibbs and Watson in London. You know what I mean? You'll be fine. You'll be fine. All right, man. Uh, call in tomorrow. Okay. Pre- appreciate you, Stephen. Okay. All right. Later. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen can go on and on and on. I appreciate that about him. I know. I know there'll never be dead air. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, thank you, Stephen. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, rock out. Final thoughts, pal? Yeah, Jimmy and uh, Danny the same person? I don't know. Interrupting Ian's trying to call in again, but he's he's sauced, man. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get him on again. Well, let's just see what he says. I- Ian, Ian, we're out of here, pal. We're we're leaving for the night. Any any final thoughts you wanna you, you wanna say? Just five seconds, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the last time I give you a $20 holler, 
you ended the show. Oh, I did. So you owe me. You owe me a twenty dollar holler. You know what I'll do? I'll give you the floor, whatever topic you want, and I'll answer the question to make up for it. Did you do it when I was leaving? Yeah, I did uh, when it was like right when you were leaving the show. What was the que- What was the question? Hold on, let, uh, let me hit the button for you. Can I hit the button for you? Hold on. Look at Ian. Ian, you sound a lot more clear right now, by the way. I don't know if me hanging up on you shook you. And you're you're more aware. But let me hit that $20 holler for you, Ian. This is for Ian's previous Super Chat. Uh, and Ian's an absolute monster. Ian, what's your YouTube name? Uh, I got a couple. Hold well, on. what is the one that you Super Chatted under? I'm trying to... I'm trying to Find the question if you don't right. remember it. Jeez, man, that's gonna take a second. Um, nope. hold on, I'll find it for you. All right, let me hit the button. Alert! Super chat alert! Yeah, don't don't read your email or your social security or your address or anything on the on the air. I'm I'm just merely wanting to know when we're looking for you in the chat. What is your what is your name in the chat? Uh, is it Ian? Ian, Ian what? Yeah. Is Ian? it just the Ian? <laughs> <laughs> have you have you chatted yet today? I can search for Ian. No, I, I. It was like a probably like a month ago. Well, drop a drop a drop a question in the chat real quick, and I'll I'll see it right there. I just want to. I got to keep an eye out for you. If you're dropping super chats, I want to make sure I'm keeping an eyeball on you. I'm sorry, pal. I didn't even see it. No, it's okay. Hold on. We'll do. Let's look for it. It's going to say, like, I am Ian, the fantasy lord. (laughs) (laughs) I interrupt Smitty. (laughs) I don't don't mean to. I'm just, like, the king of it. It's right. I don't mean to. It's right. Uh, Because I have, like, my... My kids' account and then like my account, so I have to like switch over. Hold on, and then I have oh. a couple drinks, and I'm like, yeah, you you, you were you were a little you felt a little sauced, but it's okay, bro. Yeah. You know, Denny calls in and he's a fan favorite. So, uh, here while you while you search for that, I'm gonna go over to Rockout real quick. Rockout, what are your final thoughts? Yeah your thoughts on James Conner? I know they're not like the best team, but they do use a running back. Um, James Conner is, yeah, he, look, I think the problem is like he lives off touchdowns. The last two years, he's been a touchdown machine and the Cardinals aren't going to even know what the, t- the end zone looks like. So right. that, that eliminates so much of his appeal. Good point. Right. I got that. So I just texted, I'm the real Ian. Let's see. Let's see. I'm the real. There it is. It just is Ian. It really is just Ian. Okay. That's uh, that's yeah. good. Let's, let's, what are you, you, you're fishing. Look at those two. What are those? Those look like big goldfish. <laughs> those are redfish from Texas. Okay. From the Gulf. All right. I'm from Southern California, but my family is from fishing family. I got so you, pal. We just. Hey, Ian, 
Ian, appreciate you, my guy. All right, I, I am gonna get off because it's I've been I've been on here for almost two hours and thirty minutes. But I appreciate your super chat. I'm sorry I missed it. I'm the thank thankful that you called in and told me so I could you know do the proper twenty dollar hauler, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, bro. All right, but all right, have a nice night. All right, rest up. Yep. Later. Yep. Ian to the moon. I'm gonna send you to the moon, Ian. To the moon. Oh, sure. To Ian the to moon, the, baby. To the moon. All right, later, Ian. <laughs> All right, rock out. Uh, oh, rock out. Hung up. Rock out. Appreciate you, man. Um, rock out. I, I I didn't know you were hanging up. Uh, Travis, final thoughts. I think Ian's already on the moon. That was nice of you. Yeah, you know he's he's a um, he's a good dude. He I, I, when I hang up on people, yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. part of the fun. I mean, Ian Ian knows that. Ian, no yeah. hard feelings. No. We uh, the show just kind of crossed over into the Twilight Zone. Okay. Yeah, it sure did. Right. Sure did. I mean, uh, but, um, <laughs> anything no, else? I gonna, um, yeah, I was just gonna say. Uh, I know we've talked about him off and on, but um, Sky Moore, I I haven't heard anything, but you know, I've heard good things, but nothing bad. Is this? Is there a chance that like he just quietly just gonna? slide into that role and be really really good this year or do you yes. think there's a yes you think there's a cap on him i think I'm, I'm starting to get the feeling that like that, that this is something kind of like boiling under the surface now that tony's hurt and maybe people aren't talking about it quite 100 100 good good uh topic because what player has been anointed a job sky Moore? Everybody else is like moving right. around. Sky Moore has been anointed the slot wide receiver. And so, you know, whatever changes happen in the next couple weeks or months, it's not going to be the Sky Moore. Sky Moore is going to be consistently in the slot. Slot wide receivers can be some of the most productive wide receivers in the National Football League. Cooper Cup is the number one, was the number one wide receiver and had the number one wide receiver season in the history of fantasy football from the slot. And, you know, you can't really contain the slot. You can't you can't double team a player in the slot very often at all. So Sky Moore being anointed the slot wide receiver is really 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 good news if you like Sky Moore. I'm not saying that Tony can't be that guy, but I, I agree with you 100. percent And that's why I cuff Sky Moore to Tony all day long. But Sky's a great pick right, right now, and, and especially an underdog, great yeah. pick. Yeah, his, his ADP on underdog is just sitting at like I think it's like 120 or something. Yeah, so, it's crazy, man. I just, I just wanted your input on that, just because it, it just seems just seems like almost like they're not talking about it a lot as a as a team. Like they've given them the spot, but usually you hear all this great stuff out of camp from teams. Oh, this guy's going to do this. He's looking great. All that. And like they can praise on him, but you know, like I said, it's almost like they're just kind of like you know just go about about the business, and he could explode. Yes, sir. You know, out of the gate. Uh, Eric, Eric dropped a super. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. it. Yeah, thank you, Travis. We'll see you tomorrow. Call in tomorrow, man. All, All right. right. Talk to you later. later. Appreciate you. Go. Thanks for modding. Later. Uh, that's Travis Rowe, everyone. All right. Um, Reebok says 0.25 per rush. Yes, yes. Bijan for sure. Um, absolutely, Reebok. Reebok's my, my boy. Uh, love my boy, Reebok. Last action here over the Super Chat. Traded Cup Watson for St. Brown Sky Moore. Hey, good topic. Uh, are you still here? Last action hero. Appreciate that super chat. Thank you, Anthony, for your super chat as well. Uh, a little bit ago, um, are you still here? Last action hero. This is a great topic. We just talked about Sky Moore. Traded Cup for Watson. Traded Cup and Watson for St. Brown and Sky. 
I mean, we're assuming this is dynasty. So at the end of the day, you got you got to you got to take that you got to take that deal. But it could potentially hurt you this year if if Cup plays like a baller. So yeah, I mean, I probably take I probably take it in a dynasty and take the the you know take my lumps in in year one potentially maybe not I mean St Brown could be the best player on on this entire you know in this entire group so it's a it's a great great question very tough trade to make but yeah I mean Cup is thirty years old if this is redraft that's a whole different story whole different story so I don't know if you're here last action hero to clarify but dynasty. Um, you got to go with the, the, the two players that are just younger. Um, appreciate you. Uh, Smitty, you missed, you missed my super chat. Detest. Super. Let's look for Detest. Why am I not seeing your super chat, Detest? Literally. It's so weird it's not showing up. Um. Let me let me see if I can find it on the I, I did notice it come through on my screen, but I'm not seeing it in my system. So let me just let me just scan through the super chats real quickly. God, what did it say? Where is it at? Why am I not seeing super chat here? My stupid system needs to be restarted. Oh, I know. Wait, no. Hey, Detest, can you repaste your question in? And if anybody else super chatted and I missed it, can you repaste your question in real quick? Uh, I, for some reason, it's not loading, Detest. I can't find it right now. And I, I know you I know you just did. I saw it come through. Uh, last action hero, are you still here? Hopefully you saw my, my, my reply. And then as soon as I get Detest, I'll, I'm probably going to punch out. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. It's weird. So paste it in again real quick. What rookie wide receiver is doing better this year than Quentin Johnson or Zay Flowers? Or which one's doing better, Quentin Johnson or Zay? Give me Zay. Give me Zay Flowers. I like Zay a little bit more. Not everybody's going to agree. And his last action hero here, I hope he saw my reply. Okay, he's still here. Did you hear my reply, though? Thank you, Wendingo. Appreciate your question, too. Um... Tyler says, did I get banned? No, Tyler, I see you. I see you, Tyler. Did you did you say something stupid, Tyler? Or get get angry at somebody? Like, why are you why are you questioning that? The test says thoughts on Bryce Young or Stroud. Um, I got that one. That's so weird how that one went away for me. Thoughts on Bryce Young or Stroud. I like Bryce Young a tiny bit more, but I'll be honest, I don't know how this is gonna go this year. So from this year perspective. It could go either way. I'm going to lean toward Young. But honestly, I mean, Stroud could be a tiny bit safer. You know what I'm saying? He could be a tiny bit safer. Um, But, and yeah, I agree. Even Reebok just said what I'm saying right now. And I agree with the way he's wording it too. He says, Stroud going to have more freedom this year, Young, for Dynasty. That's exactly what I'm saying. So if it's if it's long term, you want to go Bryce Young, I think. Although you could you could argue it, but 
short term, I mean, it just feels like maybe maybe Stroud's going to have a little bit better year one because they're building around Bryce Young and they're going to do a good job and they've got a good you know line, they've got a good staff, it's a good core. They surrounded him with older players like like Thielen and 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 Miles Sanders isn't older, but he's he's probably not someone that's going to be there for four or five years. So they're surrounding him with guys that can sculpt help sculpt him. And get him where he needs to be. And then I think the, the big year is two years from now. Maybe not even one year from now. Like two years from now. Stroud's got a much more well put together team. You know from Pierce to the wide receiver room. Uh, there's a lot of talent there I think. In Houston. And I think they're going to play ball and surprise some people. They kind of feel like the Detroit Lions from last year. They won't make the playoffs. But they're going to turn some heads and look pretty good. Uh, hit that like button on your way out the door. Appreciate every single one of you. You guys make this uh, channel what it is. And uh, what, what are we going to end on tonight? We're talking St. Brown. We don't have a St. Brown um, like video. We need to have one. I mean, it never hurts to end with a law dog. So uh, appreciate you all. Dynasty, that's good action hero. Then I definitely take that St. Brown side. Appreciate your super chat. Thank you to all of you that super chatted. Um, let's end it with the law dog. A lion lives among us, posing as half man, half lawman. His golden mane is reportedly six feet long and is bathed in milk. That's right. His marvelous mane grows longer with each breath he takes. Legend has it that if you say T-Law in the dark in the bathroom three times, you lose your league instantly. Conspiracy fanatics have linked his triangle bone structure to the ancient pyramids and alien theory. Law Dog Milk for Mains on sale this season. Soak your mane and win a league. Law Dog Milk. Poor Soak win. I'll see you all tomorrow. Don't forget we're live. Go forward 8 p.m. Eastern instead of 7. I'm hoping that all works for you guys in general. Um, 8 p.m. Eastern, moving forward, is the evening show, not 7 p.m. Uh, Travis dropping the triangles, which is the, the symbol for the, the bone structure of Trevor Lawrence. So that's an accurate emoji to drop at this moment in time. Uh, Terry Roberts, appreciate you. Thank you for modding. Klondike, appreciate you. Travis Rowe, appreciate you. Uh, Jordan, uh, comma, appreciate you, my guy. Crackshot in the building, everybody. Appreciate Crackshot. Reebok dropping the triangles. He knows what's what's up. Um, last action, appreciate you. Tyler says, all love, Smitty. Great stream. Thank you, Tyler. Appreciate you. Jonathan, see you later. Dylan, we'll see you later, broski. Ethan, be safe, everyone, says the test. Ethan says, what say you about that four guys? I don't know what that means, but Ethan, appreciate you anyway. D-Town in the building. Birdman, thanks a lot. Andre, we'll see you later. Appreciate you very, very much. Thank you for the kind words as well. 
Uh, Fantasy says, guys, I need help. Wilson Diggs or Jefferson Waddle. Give me... Uh, that's pretty even, bro. I guess I go Jefferson Waddle barely. But that's, you know, that's close, arguable. Nick, appreciate you. I think we got a super chat real quickly. What was that? What was that? Oh, Jonathan just became a loyal YouTube exclusive member. Jonathan. Jonathan became a YouTube exclusive member. Nick, see you later. All right. Peace out. Appreciate you all. My super chatters are monsters, by the way. Um, Dallas dropping the 20 at the onset. Derek dropping that nine, that 999. Uh, Overcome dropping his. Uh, comma dropping his. Andrew coming strong with the $5 hauler. Last action hero came in with a few. Uh, Lee, appreciate you. Tyler dropping his super chat. Um, his, his league mates found us. I don't know how. Owen, my guy. Last action hero again. Owen, appreciate you, Owen. Anthony, thank you. And then the test right here. Appreciate the test dropping his. His uh, appreciate you. We'll see you all later. Thank you all for the super chats. See you all tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern, or actually earlier, most likely when news breaks. I'm out of here. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are gonna remember it. Get burrowed.